All right. Hello. What's going on? Rich Ryan here. This is Race Brain Podcast today. We talk about a variety of things in the beginning. We talk a little bit about social media and OCR and hybrid stuff. Then we talk about the new documentary from Obstacle Race Media, which is excellent. Make sure you check it out. And then we talk a lot about hybrid racing. We talk about the different elements and what we should consider when building your own hybrid event. So we sift through that minutia quite a bit because there's a lot. We can create that a lot of times and we do, but we sift through it and then we end up getting the perfect hybrid race when it comes down to it at the end of it. So I hope you enjoyed this. It was fun for us. Uh, We'll have some more content around some events coming down the road. Bit of a slow time right now. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. Intro. Always good intros here, Bracken. That's all we do. Fellas, what's up? Kirk and I specialize in good outros. Kirk, I just put our episode up right before this. Was this a bad public? A bad ending this week? No, it was another great one. You're like, honestly, if we don't go right now, I'm gonna die of hunger. I'm like, abrupt end. You start humming the intro and it rolls. <laughs> we were right in the middle of talking. Boom, done. This is like uh the running public group meeting, letting us know how everything's going. <laughs> you need to know that's actually what our entire episode is about, how things are going. So yeah. It's relevant. Great. Well, you said great intro, and I said we have great outros. We just chop it off with a cleaver. Will you guys ever redo the music like or the intro? I mean, it's been three years now. I think after three years, you can like upgrade. You know how that happens sometimes from like one season. To, like if you watch The Wire, the intro changes every year. You know what season you're on. You ever think about that for The Running Public? Yeah. <clears throat> I've been thinking about it lately, actually, a no. lot. It sounds – I want to redo it exactly as it is just me too with our just cleaner yeah, exactly <laughs> speaking. Same why music. don't you think we should change it jack i think, I think oh, music's not just, going anywhere rich is just trying to find a new tune to jingle when he's brushing his teeth like bracken said one time so there's a zero percent chance he's always humming the, the jingle song to that yeah. certainly not no, I, I think it's isn't sports center the same one since like the 1980s like once you have a good thing just don't change it oh jack that was really nice of you yeah, that was way too nice. I I don't mind the jingle. I associate it with like, ah, oh, here's some OCR content. And just like Rich, like you've got your kind of hip-hop beat. I'm like reinforced running, starting up. I might change it though. Really? Probably not. It just takes a, little, takes a little bit of work. Yeah. And it was so hard to decide on this tune that we're never going through that again. <laughs> it really was week a week-long process. It was one of our biggest challenges we've ever had as a couple shut the whole thing down and naming the podcast was a rough discussion yeah too. we don't need to dive into all that but we we really racked our brains over that one you made the wrong decision we all know the right decision what that should have how, been the kb corral corral what, what were you considering rich for your name of your podcast or did you know right away it was one and, and only one i mean i had the branding from reinforced running and like we started like it was me and that dude john kirk you're on an episode with that dude john remember yeah oh yeah i remember uh-huh. john yeah his name's John Williams. He was like a, he was a sales rep at Brooks when I was a tech rep there. And he actually went to St. Joe's, but he was like 10 years older than I was. And he just like reached out and wanted to start something. And I was like, ah, sure. I thought about doing podcast. He kept calling it a vlog. He wanted to do a vlog. Uh, Yeah. He is older. He's a little bit older. So I was like, so it just started and I put no thought behind it. I was like, all right, I got this reinforced running branding. This is just what it's going to be called because I could only confuse things. Rich, I've got to say your R with the person inside of it, that's a nice logo right there. It's I mean, I didn't 
come up with it, but okay. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Fiverr. That was 99 Designs. 99 Designs. Which is a fun process to go. A little bit pricey, a little bit overpriced, but it's kind of fun to like get hundreds, literally hundreds of designs. Like mm. every time you open up like your email, there's new designs to like look at. So it was like pretty fun. Well, our design was a woman named Lori Mueller, and that is my girlfriend's mother. Mm-hmm. You guys so didn't design hot. that? I just figured that was open up. We gave the concept, and all Bracken's criteria was, if we're going to put a runner on our logo, he better have good form. So he was real picky about the runner we chose. He said, I'm not being represented by one of those stupid outlines of a runner that isn't running properly. (laughs) So we had to scour the internet for Mm -hmm. this one shadow of a runner. And then Jess's mom made our our logo. So, I always thought it was Bracken. People ask all the time, is that me or Kirk? And I, what I think is it's the exact combination of how the two of us run into one I person. Agree. It's too much of a lean to be Bracken. But well, that's where the head, Kirk comes in. That's yeah. where I come in. How big is his bald chest? head is Bracken. <laughs> where, that his chest like isn't very know. big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rich is not perfect. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about some hybrid stuff today. Um, but I did first want to talk. We we're talking about something before we popped on. I was I brought up the Bro. fact I, before we started recording, and then we decided we should just start recording. That's why this has been a bizarre intro, very unofficial. Was I was asking if you guys had seen the Hunter video and the response to the Hunter video, where he got harshly critiqued for his row form by the CrossFit community or the rowing community. Sorry, rowing community. The rowing community just laid into him. He made a rebuttal video explaining himself. And then like the rowing community just doubled down on his, their hate for Hunter and his rebuttal video. So the, his rebuttal was yeah. more than a, an explanation. It, it was, was a six attack. minute video. Yeah. Was talking and shit. Was he telling them, yeah. calling them all crybabies and stuff? So I asked you guys if you'd seen it and then we just hit record and that's where we started. Yeah. I saw the rebuttal and some of the initial heat towards him. I didn't know that there was doubling down on it afterwards. So that's news to me. I was just saying it's a good read. If you want to spend like a good 15 minutes being entertained (laughs) and knowing what some of the people who are the top end of their craft are going through, like, like you put stuff in the world, people are going to hate it. Sometimes it's just the unfortunate truth. And so, uh, people hate it. I think I missed the whole thing. Was it just him rowing or is it him giving rowing tips? And then about like high rocks, like here's how to row for high rocks. And then like rowers saw and be like, this is stupid. Like you're doing it all wrong. And then he was like, well, it's not stupid because of this. And they're like, no, 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 it is stupid. Is that kind of the gist? You nailed it. Yeah, that's exactly the gist. He was doing it rowing as part of, I believe, a hybrid workout, right? Mm-hmm. And people started laying into him with this form in regards. And then his rebuttal was... Uh, it, justifying what he was trying to achieve. And the fact it's within a hybrid session is very different. And he was kind of arguing his, his point on why maybe it doesn't matter how perfect his form is. I think that's fair. Hunter was going a lot about if you're doing a two K straight up row time trial, where you're simply back and forth, you know, just doing typical row form versus hopping off and doing burpees or some other movement and then hopping back on real quick you're going to have different forms just like compromise running is going to be different than regular running. And he was just trying to break that down to justify his opinion on the topic earlier, but the purists who only row were not a big fan of his technique. And we've talked about that exact topic on here. We talked about it with Kent, I believe during a live stream that Mm. the best rowing technique is not your best technique to be able to get off and run afterwards. 
because it's too leg dominant. You have to be able to shortcut it, use your upper body more, and generate some wattage from a place that doesn't come from the same main movers that are going to move you on the run. SPMs, strokes per minute. But where he overstepped, in their eyes, outside of form, form is always overstepping in everyone's eyes, was he he, uh, he basically called out in specific a British rower who is a world champ. And kind of ended it with, I think the caption was even the balls in your court. Like, <laughs> kind of put him on blast and called him. And the smaller the community, as we've seen in OCR, mm. the more rabid and personally connected to the top people the community is. And he's one of the best British rowers of all time, or of at least this generation. And uh, the people just... The first time Hover, Hunter has overextended himself in a place where he can't back it up. Like in CrossFit, on any given day, he could have beat any given CrossFitter at any given CrossFit Games events other than some of the power ones. Not true. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you had he had he made it to a few of the farther events, he could have won some of them. He could have won like that ruck, but if there's like with no skill at all. Uh the, the mountain bikings, the old core, some of those other like at the oh, games, he could have acquitted road. he could have acquitted himself well. In Hyrox, in OCR, even in some trail running in merit, like he can acquit himself. Well, he cannot row with this man and he doesn't want to put himself in a place where, where that is the issue. It's one of the few times where the whole comment section, it was like 95, five against Hunter. Oof. Only on his, his own, pay, on his own channel. His squad can come to him. Not man. enough. And it's just like blatant, like, I remember when I had got done with The Bachelor and I dumped this girl and people be like, you're the worst person ever. I hope you die. I was like, that was fine. It was be like, well, you're ugly anyways. That would be the one that would hurt my feelings. <laughs> like, well, you're ugly. I'd be like, oh, I'm ugly. <laughs> and it was Is like that. True? It was that type of like pettiness that Hunter got on a lot of his comments and rebuttal was just like, and your hair, you got a tiny dick and you look stupid. Like, it's just like, it was just ridiculous. And that's why I thought it was amusing. It reminded me of that. Yeah. He got challenged to a 5k row by one of the guys who he was going back and forth with. And Hunter's like, no, like, I'm not doing that. That's a stupid way to quote, settle this. Like, did you see that part, Kirk? I didn't see what evolved after that. No, I'll have to go back and read. I'm sure there's plenty more to read now. Both sides are correct. But Hunter will not back down from anyone and internet trolls and armchair quarterbacks have no reason to ever back down. And so it was just pure hatred and <laughs> like animosity. And he That's was drowned by it. I've never seen Hunter get the worst of an argument. The and he community. is taking this one on the chin. This wow. is, in my opinion, like he's getting more flack for this than the CrossFit Games invite. I mean, not not in terms of volume, but in terms of like picking sides i feel like a lot of people are like hey give him a chance at crossfit games here he's not getting any love from anybody yeah i'm actually i i don't need to hear from a person who just rose chiming in on somebody's <clears throat> high rock stuff bracken you mentioned a guy a couple uh a couple weeks ago in a, in a group chat anyone got to put him on blast but he was like a really high level rower and then his row at high rocks was bad mm-hmm Right. It's like, so if you don't know what this event is, just like, shut up. Yeah. Like, stay out of it. it this I, is what's going to lead into an interesting conversation today about creating a high rocks or not a high rocks, a hybrid event, which is something always has to win out. Right. And generally, it's the individual skills 
that are their own individual sport don't win out. Like if you make mm-hmm. it too long, it's only blank that wins out. And if you make it too short, it's only blank. Like it's really difficult to make it so that you have to have pristine format something and also have pristine format everything else. That's why CrossFitters get crap for their Olympic lifting reps because they're doing it for time. And so they shortcut the pieces that are not helpful for right. speed-based reps and both sides are going to be right. No, that's, that's not good lifting form. And also it's the best possible form for the task they've been handed. And, and it just makes for this fantastic situation where we get to watch people who both sides know that they're right. And so no one ever backs down and Hunter's the greatest person to like fan the flames for these fights. And he keeps finding himself in these fights because he's good enough at everything that he gets on the radar of world-class people and other events. He's a pathetic poser is what I read. So, Oh yeah. So who knows? That's craziness. That's what they saying. things like you shouldn't even row. I'm I'm paraphrasing. What happened is he was giving a tutorial in a sense and giving his opinion on how it should be approached. Right. And then they're like, I can't believe you're putting this garbage out into the world. Are you kidding me? Look at your form. That is ridiculous. Hunter felt the need to defend himself, which I thought it was a good argument. Like I listened. I was like, yeah, like good, good on you Hunter for like, I, I understood it through his eyes and I was like reasonable hunter reasonable anyways, not normal person reasonable. <laughs> and then that's, how, that's the, the gist. He broke it down. Yeah. yeah. He broke it down. They nice. very mad that he would charge for advice or give coaching or advice on in their eye, m- mind and eyes, bad row form. That was the sticking point is that he was charged. He was stealing people's money house. Yeah. It'd be like if we saw some big jacked beefy guy running with horrible form and selling marathon plans happens, happens all the time. And we call these people out. Not always, but do you think it's the same? Cause then it's like a big jack dude be like, I'll fight you to the runners. And they could be like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) I'm going to lose this one. The difference being that there is no hybrid form of something else that combines running that we're not all better at. This community that we're lucky to be a part of is the dominant force in mixed modality competitions. So the rowers are not part of mixed modality anything. And so they can't comprehend what he's trying to do. And he also, and they also don't look at his metrics. They don't look and see that this guy could have been one of us. He just chose to do other things. And they probably have no context for how well he can run or he can do the other things. It doesn't mean anything to them. You think they've ever done 80 meters of burpee broad jumps for a thousand or run a thousand and then go into a row? No, they don't know what that feels like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think real the, quick. I'm, I'm waiting for like a year from now when they hold the Olympic trials for what's that speed canoe that Hunter's going for. Mm-hmm. And he, he just like responds after this has died down with like an Olympic team berth if he makes it. Now, I would love to see him actually decide this matters to me. Yeah. And drop like, what would it have to be? 25 pounds and row and row and row and then go and become a national caliber rower because he could, he yeah. could do that world caliber. Who knows? But national caliber. Absolutely. The question is like, I I'm asking it is like, do you guys engage like he engages? Have you ever entertained, yeah. entertained that sort of, um, I don't know. Hype, hate, oh, any yeah. of that? Have you? Have you guys done that yourselves? Do you remember like the the B team thing for the women? 
Yeah. Oh, a right. couple years ago, I was like, they, they wanted me to issue an apology. I'm like, I'm not going on a podcast and apologizing. You're not as good as Lindsay. Too bad. <laughs> you pub- but you publicly came out with something on like your social media or on a podcast where you were like, no, I'm going to entertain this petty argument. And you, you've done that's what you did. Um, I mean, that that's definitely an example. I know. I remember I had another episode with Matt where he was saying VJ is not that good. And I'm like, are you serious? You're such an idiot. And But that was more Matt kind of taking the stance uh, and I was going up against him there, but those are probably all, all I can think of in this domain. None of us have a big enough platform not to pull- engage the way Hunter has. Kirk, maybe I'm sure because of uh, the bachelor stuff, like, and like the little petty comments, people are really drawn to it. They're polarized by what happened that Kirk was involved in a long time ago, a long time ago, but uh, I've never been polarizing enough the way that Hunter is. Most people are like, great job, man. I'm like, Thank you. <laughs> I you just one... think he would know better. That's all you would think. I, I get any version. Go ahead. Okay. Kirk. No, I'm just saying I still get real strong hate because I post um, dead deer on my Instagram mm-hmm. and you would be surprised how much uh, that rises, which I could defend myself there, but I know better because once you engage, mm-hmm. it's over. They, that's um, what they're hoping for. They're right. Correct. They want to get you to be careful. They want to educate yeah. you. Yeah. Yep. Back when I was prepping for the Jacksonville that I DNF'd when I tore my calf. I was doing a uh, a compromised time trial on my treadmill in the basement. It's basically strung out backwards, upside down Fran, but OCR specific. So 1,200 meter run, um, nine reps of something, 800 meter run, 15 reps, uh, 400 meter run, 21 reps. And then I add, finished with a 200, but I, it's, it's reps of two different things. And the real um, Fran is, I believe, thrusters and pull-ups. Yep. And for this one, I did thrusters with dumbbells and uh, uh, fast speed, like pull-ups like this, real fast. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I had some people on there like, oh, yeah, real good form, bro, or something. And Matt Kempson was one of them. Like he said something and I replied, I'm getting ready for an OCR course where I have to have fast hands on obstacles. So I'm just doing quick, fast pull-ups. He's like, no, it's just bad that we're already the laughing stock of the fitness community. We shouldn't be putting things out like this that show bad form. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. All right. Then that was the end of it. But it was like one 30-second clip of a time trial to prepare for an OCR race. And people looked at my pull-up form. You probably, but got, then, probably got mad too, weren't you? You were like, they don't know what I'm doing. But the mistake you didn't make was then follow that up with a post insulting people and justifying calling out Matt Kempson. needing to do that. Yeah, <laughs> calling out Matt Kempson. No, I like, got the last word on Kempson. I think 10 weeks post meniscus, I whooped him in tennis. My first time playing tennis as an adult. Nice. I took it's him back. Hurt. It's got to hurt. I, I got him back. He also had a meniscus thing because I remember doing the incline with him and he, he was having some knee issue. Probably got it that games. day from me sending them line to line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I it was the one little glimpse of this is how quickly it happens. Mm-hmm. You would drive yourself crazy. E- even just I was in some comments the other day. There was a dude. This was a while ago. Uh, Dieter Schwarzkopf in in uh, in Germany set the open mm. world record. He's a sub sixty pro. Ran open, set the record acted like it was a huge fucking deal. And I just made a comment like, this is stupid. Why is he doing this? And then (laughs) I engaged someone else. was like, why can't you do it? And I, or someone made a terrible point and then I responded back and then some, they made another terrible point. And I was just like, I cannot talk Mm -hmm. to people on the internet any longer. And it was like, like kind of got in my head. I was like thinking about this person who I don't fucking know. 
about some <laughs> some, st- some stupid comment that they're making. By the way, who we were talking to, Ryan Kent, this is a little pivot, uh, before we started recording our interview with him, which aired last Friday, and he believes he knows who the Karen was talking about, the commentator, that oh. that this person wanted to get rid of. And what? he's convinced of it. Because he's watching Ryan, live. Because he, he Ryan feels Kent the same. cracked the code. He feels the same. Do you guys I have any guesses? Any I'm guesses? I'm going to guess this Bracken. Kirk, I don't think we can give the answer. We can do it off mic. Ah, blink twice. Really? It's Bracken. Yeah, because I thought he said like like don't say you heard of here, but oh shit, did he say that? <laughs> no, well, he's he, just reading he's, between the lines. He's not. I don't think it was right. between the lines. I think he was following, and he had seen that person post previously about something and made the connection. It was the same person saying the same thing. You're going to put uh, a muzzle on I'm me? I'm literally going to go and watch this after this. You're going to put a muzzle on me, Brad? Jack's, Jack's, no, no, you don't no. Tell we me, can I'm do just, it. We can fan the flames, but Kent's my, Kent's my boy. I like him. I don't want to. Well, I like Kent bus. a lot, too. Okay. Carly, Carly's like. Or Carly? Like, was it Carly? Well, I'll tell you uh, what, though. Kent in check. It is a really good plot twist. It's one of those where you, the suspect maybe wasn't even on the table to start with or was hiding yeah. right under your nose. It's it's a it's a great it's an Agatha Christie level plot twist. Ryan, let us know if we can if we can say it, I guess. Bracken's being P PC about this for some reason. Maybe I'm just playing coy. Well yeah. stay tuned for next week. Come make sure to come back so you can see who like <laughs> I'll tell you what mystery is. When he explained it, it tracks. What? All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways, it, a tangent. Was the Sorry, person guys. on this podcast right now? Come on, you can't go fishing. Yeah, no spoilers. I um, but re- real quick before we move on, I thought of one more instance of internet calling out that I just thought of. Um, this is probably like 10 years or so ago uh, towards the end of college. There was this guy who was claiming that he was setting all these world records on an air runner um, on one of the curved treadmills. And he was, he was like, yeah, I just did 26 minutes for a 10K and stuff and like just making all these claims. And I just remember being like, no, nah, this, this is impossible. And he was just backing it up. He was like, just ran a 332 mile or something. And, and he was just this random guy without a ton of followers, but somehow popped up on my feed. And I ended up like chiming. I'm like, that's impossible. World records 343. And then he doubled down and kept tripling down on it and stuff like that. It turned out that he just didn't realize his machine was on kilometers and so everything was all off, but he was going on. And this, this ended up like that is great. receiving attention on let's run. Like enough people found out about it and he just got destroyed, deleted his account. And yeah, he was just off by a factor of 1.6. It was pretty bad. Think of how slow you were actually moving. It was Compared like, it turned out to be like 26, <laughs> yeah, 26 minute, like three and a half mile or something like it was, it was not love that. I love that so much. Yeah. Uh, to change subjects a little bit, did you guys end up watching the world's toughest doc that that Matt at ORM made? Not yet. You haven't Not watched yet. it, BK. Yeah. What'd you think? That's good. It's good. I can't believe you guys haven't watched it. I was traveling twice. This week. I had two flights Friday and Sunday. Okay. What, Whenever Matt of- messages me and says, "Hey, go click on this link," I I don't. <laughs> it rubs me the wrong way. Like, we had that group chat we all had together and Jack called him out one day. He's like, Matt, why are you posting this? None of us ever post our own social media posts to get links and likes and clicks. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, I know. It's just because whoever Bracken doesn't check social. And it's like, anyway, as like my my gut reaction. I won't click on the things he sent me. I feel the same. But too many times in a row, it was in my suggested on YouTube and I clicked on it. 
maybe this is just his calling in life. It was, uh, is this the, the best thing he's ever put out? Is this the best piece of OCR content period? I mean, the bar's low. Well, it's, it's, but like produce, like if it was not Matt's in it for maybe what? 30 seconds. Like it, it, it could very well not be obstacle race media. And if someone from outside came in and made this, I'd be like, holy shit, they absolutely nailed it. So him doing it well on the inside, he's able to kind of tell the story really well and, and, and hit the characters and that we know. So from inside the community, from my perspective, I thought it was a home run. I'll watch we, it. We've only had a few professional attempts Rise of the Suffer Fest was one. I thought it was very self-serving and honestly boring. Yeah. That's just a a take that can happen a decade after it was released and not hurt their bottom line. Uh it 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 the the sum of its part or, or what was it? Its whole was less than the sum of its parts. Like all the drama, all the build up into it, it kind of to me it just like it was a disappointment. Uh the old NBC productions, I thought did a pretty good job of capturing the essence of the sport. And then there's this. There's not a whole lot of other professional attempts at things. And Matt's comes off looking like the kind of thing that it reminded me of uh, a bit of um, what was Surviving the Cut. That was that old uh, Netflix document, uh, documentary series on Hell Week. And it got you to know the people in the special forces hell week. You got a grasp of who they were and what they were going through. And it made you half want to do it and half realize that you would crumble and die doing it. Mm. And then it reminded, reminded me a bit of some of the Barkley marathon stuff where you get to know the people, you get to see enough of it. You're like, I would love to try this and enough to know. I think it would be terrible. Mm-hmm. It kind of captured that essence. It wasn't made the same way, but it was that same kind of thing where an outsider, I think could come in, be interested and intrigued by it. And it wouldn't capture some of the douchey perspective of our sport where people look at us like CrossFit, kind of like, oh, you're just doing your own thing or whatever, and you're doing bad at it, and you're just cast-offs. I think it would be the type that would get people interested in it and at the very least respect what they watched. It didn't have a an agenda, for lack right. of better terms. No, it definitely didn't. It was, here's what it is. Here's this event. Here are the athletes who are involved in it. <clears throat> um, it felt like... A, to me, I thought it was very much like what like the Buttery Bros do for the CrossFit doc- documentary every year, how they kind of chronicle that out. Like, it, it's different because the event is different, but it had the same type of feeling. Wow, this is really cool insider type of information about this really crazy event. So, for people who haven't watched it, including myself, um, I believe you just go to it's on Obstacle Racing Media's YouTube channel, and it is called what? What is it titled? So people can go find it. I don't know. World's you know, toughest 24 hour race or something. Oh, it's like just that, that simple. Yeah. But yeah, it's just on the obstacle or I saw it pop up on my YouTube the other day. Um, but yeah, it doesn't use mutter in the title though. It uses the toughest 24 hour mm. race. Something like that. Yeah. It, this will sound bad towards Matt and I hope he doesn't take it this way, but the best thing he did was not include himself. Because there's two type of documentaries, the one where the documenter is making it in order to be on camera. And then the type where whoever's doing it is doing it to show us what they're interested in. And he took the second approach, which is the right approach. Unless you're like a, uh, 
someone famous doing it or only to get like, like the Fahrenheit 9-11. Michael, thing, where, Michael Moore. I was Michael Moore. Yeah, yeah. Where you have to be the center of it. And even then, sometimes it detracts from it. But Matt took the backseat and let the story tell the story. And I thought that was genius. Same. Yeah. It's not necessarily a slight to, to Matt. It could be. We could make it that. Yeah. And he could take it that way, but I don't think it's that Matt would have made it worse. I think it's that any human being not being one of the racers would have detracted from it. The choice of from a from a storytelling perspective was the right choice. Not, it was. I commend not, him for that. Yes. Not that he shouldn't be a character, which he shouldn't, but very good. Yeah. Very good. Well, guys, what the hell are you waiting? Go go check it out. Everybody it's go watch I this. Watch later list. I'll watch it this week. All right. Good. So we are still kind of in between stuff. <laughs> There's not too much popping off in the beginning of the year. I was wrong on the dates for the European championship. That'll be next weekend. So next week we'll talk a lot more about what's going to happen there. What's looking like for high rocks over uh, <clears throat> overarching in terms of like what we can expect for the rest of the season. But today we're going to make our hybrid race. We are going to just talk about the different pieces that we want to see from a perspective of uh an athlete and from a spectator. So I'm kind of excited about I've done this a couple of times, but I think this is really going to be a fun exercise to like create our own little, uh, hybrid race, the way we created our own world championship course for obstacle race racing. Yeah. Tune into those episodes. If you're curious what we thought of those, we did those last year. Yeah. Subscribe to Patreon, do the whole deal. <laughs> <All right>. So, <clears throat> There's a couple different things I think we, we should address with this is like the, the, the different pieces that we want. Let's So let's kind of go through that. Like what are some of the elements of a hybrid race that we should like knock off right from the start? Like, is it duration again? Is that the first thing we need to cover before we start talking about it? Or is it like different elements that we want, want it to look like? Percent running, I think is going to be a key differentiator because that that's like a differentiator between deck of strong versus deck of fit you know, no running, some running, and then high rocks obviously has the most running. So I feel like that, are we going to go with a single event that we're going to come up with? We could have a, we could do whatever we want. We all need proposals for world championships. We do that. But the beauty of the sport is having, Mm -hmm. like, do we have to decide, I guess, do we have to decide on the ultimate race distance to crown the true hybrid champion or is the beauty of it the fact we can go from 12 to 62 minutes and still make it just as legit on both ends of the spectrum like that's a tough that's gonna be a tough thing to argue i want to hear each person's view of what the best is okay so percentage of running is where we'll start how much running no we don't have to start i i think that that's probably in my opinion like the most the biggest differentiator if we're if we're going to choose one event but you know, I'm I'm open to just having solely Deca Strong reimagined, for instance, like without running. Well, I think that's one big thing to test. I think the other big question is how much is skill represented yeah. versus just output. absolute work? Yeah, yes. output. Uh, for example, High Rocks choosing to do a sled or wall balls versus doing a leg press. I mean, maybe not. Maybe squat or having to go. Uh, you know, power snatch or something like that. Yeah. Choosing something that a, someone who's farm strong, CrossFit strong, powerlifting strong, and then someone who's a, I don't know, like a decathlete, an NFL running back. You could all come in, see a sled and realize I need to drive this forward. Mm-hmm. And really mm-hmm. technique is probably the least important thing if there was no such thing as a carpet. 
So I think that kind of thing, how much skill is present. And I thought like the main thing worth arguing or discussing today was um, the strength to weight ratio conversation of yes, running will uh, all the running in these events will cater to the lighter athletes. So that's where they make up time. Right. Mm. But a lot of the workstations are really related like how much mass you have is going to dictate how good you are at them and the lack of simple body weight movements or where if you are 140 pounds, you're screwed no matter how good you are because you're going to lose four minutes on the sled. Like if there were ways to counterbalance that, whether it's burpee box hopovers or it's something where it's just a body weight so you're not penalized for your stature as much. Mm-hmm. even though your stature can help you on the running. So it's an argument worth having is what I think in regards to what they should do in that regard. And that's, that's kind of like, uh, I guess we can call that race balance. So right. that's kind of what, like, what is going to, where is it going to lean into? I think Bracken was either talking about before or off air where it's like, what, if it's all light guy stuff, is there nothing in here for strong guys to, to catch up yeah. on and vice mm-hmm. versa? So I think that that's, that's also important mm-hmm. too. Simple mm-hmm. judgeability. I think is a, a yeah, judge you, you we're going to have to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like box jump, bur- burpee box jump overs. doesn't matter if you stand up tall, you just have to clear this 24 inch box, right. get to the other side, touch the ground, hop back up, do it again. That's simple. And I think the question is also kind of building off what Kirk just said, how much do you want it to be available to everyone? Like at the top of any sport, there's a body type that matters. And that's the unfortunate truth. Like, sure. Do we want to build this so that 140 can compete with 240? Or do we want to build it that it's probably going to center around a, 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 a type that matters most? And I'd, I don't have an example for how you would make it <laughs> across. I think everyone could, could should be able to complete it. But to be good at it, like the nature of sport is that it doesn't work happen. that way. Yeah. You'll have a Dylan Scott show up or like a Forrest Bogue who's a smaller athlete and can probably do well. I think that that you're just going to see people like that emerge no matter what. Um, it's not like Rebecca Hammond was huge when she just came into high rocks and, you know, did started doing great there. And that's <laughs> definitely demand on the weight side. Um, but yeah, it is a, an interesting balance there. So in terms of the skills, Right now, it is very low skill. Like, if of the two categories of race that we have now, we'll just say Deca and Hyrox is kind of where we'll t- we'll take a lot of our examples from. Mm-hmm. Probably the station that has the most skill associated with it is probably the row and the ski. But then outside of that, like the wall balls, <laughs> like a simple squat and a press to a target is probably the highest skill, and it's the one that gets screwed up probably the most so there's <coughs> that was a, that was a nice transition bracket maybe that was a un- fake unmuted mute. unmuted Did himself to, myself? Cough, <laughs> to, to cough into the, the <laughs> nice <laughs> well, i like it <laughs> no, that's got me going cough sent right through the microphone directly to me <laughs> someone else talk uh, burpees that's another kind of sort of skill one um you know, dropping down into a burpee. Granted, there's a lot of like, you're not really extending at the top. It's just get it over your head. But that that has multiple components. Into the I think movement. that's more of a standard. Yeah. Yeah. Like with the sled, how you pull it back matters. There's technique you can learn, but you don't have to come in with skill. Like you're I talking about snatch or something. That 
there's prerequisite skill to even be able to learn the difference between a hang snatch or a power snatch. Yeah. Ahead, I think judgeability, as Jack said, is huge. And I think that ties right in with skill. Like, I think mm. this should be a zero skill, all output endeavor. If you want to work on skill, go to a niche sport. That's a, a different niche sport where like one predominant skill is required. Like, we're not trying to be decathletes, I don't think, here, where it's multiple skills. Like, this is an output sport. I think just erring on that side, I think, is a is kind of the beauty of it. Like, being really good at exercising. Like, that's what this sport is. Heck, yeah. Let it be that. Let's go. That, so you, that, that's what I think. So you basically don't want hunters, haters to be able to come in because they're skilled <laughs> at rowing? Well, they're allowed, of course. But, I yeah. I mean, to do how well. much skill is there really? I'm saying not yeah. not... If you're gonna stay where we're at, that's fine, but not like leaning into the skill side yeah. of you don't want like any more than we already are. Chest to bar muscle ups in the same movement or at like some correct difficulty. Yeah. I think that there's a I think the skill skills needed right now are very low. And maybe I that agree. maybe that's a conversation we have for should this be something that everybody can do from a practical standpoint? And maybe there's like levels of the race, right? Where they can kind of up where you like the race based off of the skill. Um, I think there could be a little bit more. I think that that would open up some different, um, I think it would make it a little bit more interesting if there was some skill and to the point where as long as it's not <clears throat> like negating how much work you can do, like say something like rope climbs, like that's definitely a skill, but it's also a big endurance piece. But if you get to a point where your, your, your skill on the rope, isn't good enough to get you through five reps without needing to like stand there and look at the thing, you're, you're now taking away the absolute power piece, right? And you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're hamstrung based off of the skill that you have to climb this rope or like very specific grip and turns. Like Didn't I guess I look at that as output. Yeah. When I think of skill, I think of like Ninja Warriors gripping bananas <laughs> swinging across, you know what I mean? Like oh, that's shit. still output to me in my, in my opinion, it's, it's still low on the scale spectrum. That's a, I think that's why there's room there to get a little Going, bit more skill. Going back to TMX, that was different. That was like, we're doing sandbag cleans, followed by butterfly pull-ups, followed by like, that was like... Even slosh pipe, overhead lunge That was very difficult. You've never touched a slosh pipe? Correct. That's tough. I'm saying I don't want to see it be that, but I think you you are right. I'm not saying that this is too much. They're requiring too much skill right now. They're not. It's very much output driven. And I, I like it. I'd like to see it stay that way. Rich, you mentioned like rope climb is one of the things. Didn't Hunter struggle on the rope climb in the CrossFit Games? And that's something you would think easy. He's an obstacle athlete. But once you beat yourself down a little bit, even if you're as familiar with it as anybody with that movement, it's going to catch up to you. And that's what happened. What do you think on the skill skill side of things, Bracken? I think... I think part of being hybrid anything is that you have some of those fringe skills to begin with. Like I don't, I wouldn't see muscle ups as something you couldn't have in a, in a competition. Mm-hmm. Maybe you shouldn't, maybe you should. I don't think handstand walking is something that you shouldn't have. I, I, I don't think I, I, I like ground overhead more than like a clean or something like that. But I think that functional activities that are not super, super niche are appropriate, but it has to hit that ground where a good athlete could learn this in a day. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. what matters. It's not, this requires years of doing something. Can also increase the weight to 
make it a little more difficult to balance things in my opinion. Like if you have, if it's, what were the sandbag cleans in TMX? I think like 120 or so. 120 with real flimsy bags that were Yeah, yeah it, it felt a lot heavier than 120. Mm-hmm. Um, even some of the CrossFit games, athletes were stopping and regrouping on that, which was surprising. But mm-hmm. if you just increase the weight, you're going to balance off that, you know, the ground that people who aren't good runners lose because now you have to reset after every single rep and then, you know, regrip it, take a couple seconds, drop it, catch your breath, shake your arm. Like that's what a lot of people were doing. And suddenly you lose two seconds of rep times 15 reps. You just lost 30 seconds that you might've gained on a run. And I think just increasing the weight on a, on a relatively lower skill, but still skilled movement that can help balance things. Did you guys watch the CrossFit games this past year where they did their main lift as that sandbag, <clears throat> um, like a sandbag clean? Yeah. It that was, was just get it to your shoulder. Like, do whatever you want to load it, it to there, your right? shoulder right yeah so yeah. It, like the the weight did go up to jack's point which made it more challenging but then there was this woman named uh yaklin dalstrom who's one of the more slight competitors who just kind of figured out how to do it like got up there and like kind of shimmy it all yeah. all the way up so the skill piece wasn't as present as it would say for like a uh <clears throat> max clean and jerk it was more just like brute force to get it out there first time you're seeing this odd object um so I kind of like something like that, like seeing, like having the weight go up to make it more of a challenge. I think it's, I think, cool. yeah, I, I think that speaking of like heavier weights, that should be something that should be involved. We don't see that. We see farmers carries and that's the only time you're loaded the entire time. I wouldn't mind seeing a sandbag carry, like do a lap with a sandbag, something like that. Mm-hmm. Or you have to do a bear hug like they did in the CrossFit games in downtown Madison. You had that sandbag or, or whatever. The, the, felt. The, yeah. The cross <laughs> thing, whatever carry something like that where it's just going to tax your arms and you know just your core by loading yourself and having to carry at a distance that would Spe- be an speaking kirk's language right now carries get that's it. right baby yeah. soul crushing but you don't see that in hybrid farmers carries they name one other carry type thing and i i understand like it's kind of hard to get something like that but you can get 100 pound sandbag do a single clean get it in your shoulder and just have to to go but a 70 pound walking lunges. That's not really that heavy in the yeah. grand, like getting it on your shoulders. It's not too bad. Totally. I like looking at the strongman world and watering those things down. I like the idea of stones. I like the idea of yoke carries. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of, of having to move things and progress rather than complete reps. Yeah. Uh, reps at stations into runs it feels like pauses. The runs are a pause to get back to the station or vice versa. The stations are just a pause to get back to the running. Uh, one thing I think high rocks did very, very well is kind of balance out the work to run ratio. It's about as equal as these competitions get. And I think that's really, really smart. I don't love a hundred wall balls. I don't know what that's a test of a uh, hybrid racing. Um, I think it's supposed to be a test of something. I think anything they put right before the finish, you could argue, is dumb. <laughs> the, right? Because what's the point? Or something like, yeah. yeah. One thing that's happening with this is they're finishing with a 400 meter elite at, or right? or something. Yeah. That's happening. Well, I think yeah. the question has to be asked, how much does running matter? Because if running is the main component of the racing portion then all standards have to be matched to the run, I think. And that's what I think currently hybrid racing struggles with, which is if you're going to run 5,000 meters and the best people who could be good at this are this level of 5,000 meter runners, 
then that general ratio between the best in the world and the people who can be best at this has to be made equal around it. So at this point, running is still the single most important skill. And do we want that to be the case or do we want that not to be the case? Like what's, what, what's closer in each to each other, the, um, a deck of fit and a deck of mile or a deck of mile and deck of strong rich. What are the two most similar, uh, deck of fit and mile. Okay. Why is that? Cause like half, half of it's running. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like and the, then once you get to, once you get to strong, even strong to mile, they should be closer in relation. Yeah, the closer in duration for sure. But the yeah. fact that there's any running means that any running is the same as a lot of running. Top Where's of the it? sport, it's basically two thirds, maybe sixty percent running for deca fit. For deca mile, I would say forty percent, and deca strong zero. So like you have that drop off. High rocks is about fifty fifty five percent, depending on how how good you are at the zones. And to me, hybrid means the best of both. Yeah. Like when you think of a hybrid, um, anything, you're combining the strengths of both into one, not you're this and we just add this one small component. So at least to my definition, you'd want it to be equal. Like it is racing, so you have to complete the, the, the course fast, but I don't see any need for there to be a 60% running race and call it a hybrid. I guess that's what just changes... I guess that just, to me, that's like what makes these events and, you know, we call them hybrid. That's just some made up name. And some guy in Canada claims that he, that he made up, but <laughs> <clears throat> the running part is what kind of like how this event skews toward endurance and toward running. I think that's what separates it from CrossFit, right? Where they skew towards strength and they're still that like, CrossFit's as hybrid of an event as you know, they swim and they do, they do a whole bunch of the kayak. They do everything right. This is more, this is more niched down, I think. And so I think it is important that running does remain at least like 50% of it. I could not agree more. That's the exact point I was waiting to chime in with is if you cut the, they nailed the ratio already. I think something isn't broken. We don't fix it. If you start dwindling away at the run portion, significantly lower than 50%, then might as well just attempt to go to the CrossFit games and sign up for your local box and start going ham like Rich used to do. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I mean, which is fine if that's the direction they want to go. But that's the big differentiator. And I'm, I'm afraid that it would become too much like that if running was taken away. Running specifically, even over output strength to weight ratio, rower, erg, assault bike. Like still, that's not the, I don't feel like it's the right place for it or replacement for running. Uh, again, otherwise it's not going to look much different than CrossFit. Well, and I think that, that that's my point then is what is this a hybrid of? If we're creating the ultimate race, like what are we combining together? Run racing plus what? All other types of fitness? Kind of semi heavy weights. I think so the nice split, like let's say you're you're giving 10 stations. I really I like Jack's argument about making some heavier things and moving through space with them. Like Bracken, you talked about, like not just going somewhere and being stagnant moving mm -hmm. like the sleds are great like they're for one thing they nailed their sleds everybody's going to put sleds in their race aren't they of some sort of push and a pull i would imagine mm -hmm. because it's just a satisfying thing to watch and it seems fair i think a good split of body weight work whether it's 
a seven, eight foot wall, you have to hop back and forth over 15 to 20 times in a race. For example, it's still a body weight strength. It doesn't matter how big or strong or little or light you are. And then counterbalance that, like Jack said, with like some actual heavy, like you still got to be big and strong, like almost a discrepancy there. Five of the stations are pure body weight output and five are moving heavy weight either through space or something that's going to require people to be big and strong. Like rich Ryan is right. Like he, you still need to be that way. So I, think I think like the, a big differentiator, giving everybody their bone. Do you know what I'm saying? Would be a really nice balance. I think with the weights, you have the demo team with CrossFit. You have American Ninja Warrior. They're testing it out where they're just seeing, should we make this a couple inches higher to make you have to lache a little bit more? Or what's the breaking point where they'll want to drop the weight in the, the demo team for the CrossFit? I think if you find that balance where it's like, oh, you could go unbroken, but you probably shouldn't because it's really going to hurt you next round that's the number of reps that you need and you need pretty high level athletes to test that out in my opinion just to be like okay well let's do 20 reps of this thing is it smarter to rest at 15 and then shake it out for a few seconds and then do five more after or do you go all out and just get those 20 uh 20 unbroken and then pay for it on the next lap potentially like that's the amount of reps you need um that's just my my take on it and that that if if you wanted to look at it analytically, you would say, okay, we're testing running and we're testing power strength functional work. So let's just say there's upper, lower, and compound, and there's power, and then there's function. So you do a lower body power, an upper body base power, and a compound power, and a lower body functional, an upper body functional, and a compound functional. So then you have six stations right there. And now do you want to add machines into that? Do machines matter in the hybrid space or not? Or does uh, an assault bike count as a compound functional? Right. But if you wanted to just break it down like that, you could have everything represented. Or maybe the final three are carries. I'm not sure what what that would look like, but you could very easily identify what skills you're trying to test out. Another thing that we always see in, in hybrid racing, you see one run, one zone, one run, one zone versus OCR, where you see run for a while, gauntlet, several things at once, move on to the next thing. Do we think that the current format where you have a predetermined distance, like I get standardization, 500,000 meter, whatever, um, like should you do maybe a thousand meters one lap and then four zones in a row and then 500 next and then one thing, would that be too confusing for people to, to get? Because like after a while, you just kind of remember what the format is for this stuff. But do you think that those perfectly even spacings, that's the right approach or should we shift it a little bit? I think it's fun to play with the distances <clears throat> depending yeah. on when it is. Cause then it makes the, the, it was interesting. Like when you look at high rocks, right. It's there's eight stations and that's where you focus on like for the racing part. And then everything else, like they, the run almost isn't counted as a station, but if it's broken up, it could be like, Oh, here comes the 800 when all the rest are 400s or the 200. It's like, so it's like beforehand, it can be part of the strategy that you pick uh, how you're going to attack the before and after. And then it could be to Kirk's point, trying to make things balanced. It'd be something super heavy and crazy that will give the bigger, stronger athlete an advantage, but then there's an 800. So get people kind of back into that yeah. mix and mm-hmm. keep people engaged. I think it should be played with. How I about agree. you just tell everybody, here's the 10 things you need to get done. You also need to run about th- you need to run a thousand meters between them all. Figure it out. Don't get all the work done, however you please. 
I would, I would, I would line up to watch that. I mean, it would be an interesting take, You'd have but it would have no perspective on where anybody is. <laughs> Correct. But it would just be very. <laughs> be I'm, not, I'm not suggesting it. I'm just yeah. saying I'd be entertained at least one time to watch the chaos, and then I'd move on. But no can you imagine us in the booth trying to like call that if it was a Spartan race, and it's like Atkins decided to do the steep climb first, but Hawks go in the other direction. It's like would have no clue. Yeah, a gong show. I'm just thinking it'd be entertaining. Strategy would really play in. Then yeah. it'd be a very interesting take on how for your strengths and weaknesses, two athletes could have very different approaches and come out with the same result based on the flow mm. of what they or, they or do with. 15 minutes of stations in a row, whatever it is. Like Oof. that's how long it takes the best. And then it's like run a five trot, or, trot yeah. for a five K. Yeah. Well, like, so I know you have a point there, Bracken, but like triathlon very much separates like swim, bike, run. It could be like stations output which would be like erg row or assault bike and then finish with a 5k like you could actually compartmentalize and be like mm-hmm. step one these things step two these things step three these things and i don't know if people watch triathlon it's more popular than hybrid racing so you could almost you could segment them that way as well which would be very interesting not doesn't, for long that shit is boring doesn't the crossfit <laughs> games sometimes have like amrap workouts where you've got six minutes to do whatever. And if you hit a certain amount of reps, you can move on, but a few people are like just short. So now they need to return to that thing while everyone else is getting a rest for the full round or moving mm-hmm. on to the next zone. Like, I feel like that would be, everyone's just corralled. And then it's like, all right, go run your, you have two minutes to complete uh 400 something or 500 meters, whatever it is. And you rest, whatever after that, I don't know. Just thinking of different formats. Well, I think that the idea of separating it is very interesting to me because our hybrid racing has kind of without anyone communicating about it everyone settled on the idea that the running must happen in between everything like it's hybrid inside of hybrid all running must be compromised you have to be able to do it and then run and then do it and then run but the idea of being as good as possible at each individual station on short rest is equally hybrid you're testing your your maybe your absolute ability in each one of them, which generally leads to higher performance at all of them. You have to be a better runner if you know you have a 5K time trial at the end of this uh, CrossFit total or whatever it is you're going to do. But in terms of short, long, I kind of like you might have a long loop and a short loop and you stagger them based on what the stations are coming off of functional fitness. You're probably going to have some short loops for transitions and coming off your big power, you got long loops, but the only thing I wouldn't want is a course, a course that meanders and goes here. And there are things interspersed along the way. I think it was the worst part of TMX is that. Unless unless Cloverfield, unless Cloverfield, Cloverfield would work, but short loop, long loop, alternating back and forth. Um, But yeah, I would, I think it needs to be roughly 50, 50 run to work. I think that long and short is good for two different run loops. And I am not against one skill set being tested entirely before moving to the next part of the race. I yeah, think like that would be just back. a very interesting watch and a different, like if you were to add another offering into this space, I think the triathlon approach, we'll call it, would be mm-hmm. an interesting second offering that feels very different. Like, Yes, triathlon is boring to watch, Rich. You are right. But the best part of the triathlon is when the swim and bike monsters get out ahead and everybody waits to see if the run monsters can gobble them up or if they somehow held on and put enough of a gap in there. I think whether you start with a run end with a run, whatever the order is, I, I could see that leading to a good buildup where hmm. the, the mystery is still there, right? Like we go to the last modality and the mystery is still there. Um, 
wondering if we they can pull it off in time or somebody can hang on. I could see that being very watchable um, from that standpoint. So you're saying like <clears throat> what you guys are saying, like like they complete the 5K, but then there's still three more stations <clears throat> to go before the finish. Well, I think Something it could like be that. as simple as like you got you got a 1K row of a three mile assault X Cal assault bike, this on the erg and whatever else you come up with, which are like power output, but still aerobic. And then you go into five different strength demonstration yeah. modalities. And then you finish with whatever X amount of time on feet. I guess that's just a crack at it, but something like yeah. that. What if you split up high rocks and you start on machines and you do ski yep. erg and then row, and then you progress to sleds and farmers carry and wall balls and then you have your 5k or your 8k run and then you followed it up with your lunges and your hmm. what's left burpee broad jumps hmm. or maybe all of them at once all the hybrid back to back to back all the power back to back to back and then 8k run <laughs> they'd have to shorten the run i think just a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but but that but, you yes. get an idea of how you would separate it you that's just have zones to work on <clears throat> yeah that's an that's an interesting thing i haven't thought of that not having it be broken up with a run between everything. Yeah. Bracken, you, you've done a couple Spartan reads. And if you just want to finish your point, go for it. I'll, I'll add this later. Well, I was going to say that you could also then make it very, very, very uh, in a vacuum. You could start off with right. every test that you ever wanted to have. You start off with a 15 minute, 15% challenge, and then you move into <laughs> heavy sleds, and then you move into all your like machine work, and then you finish with your, we want people to do rocks. this race. We want people to do this race. It, well, yeah, it would it eliminate just rock zones. We, it would eliminate that tra- like the course design yeah, setup. Yeah. It would make it a lot more simple that way. And it would it would it really comes back to what are we testing? Are we making the coolest race of both, or are we trying to find out who's the best overall at everything? Like a Dylan Scott, for example, benefits from the current setup, mm-hmm. which is you have to be able to do them all concurrently. You have to be a monster at any one thing if you're a monster at work rate. And being able to do them all compromise versus you have to be able to put out on the machines. You have to be able to put out on the weights and you have to be able to put out on the runs. Right. Because I feel like if it is that way, that the running would be, it'd be skewed more and more important. You know, after a thousand meters of an 8k, the runners are going to be back to actually being able to run. Some, Some. but yeah, it, it would come back to, changing the run it might have to be a vertical k get out stairmasters <laughs> or making it so that you have what the best in every sport could do at this and each station is based around that percentage so it's the same the max out score if it were scored like that like 13 let's call it a 1345k is the best someone could ever hit and a what, like a, a 5, 10, 2K row or what? And, and then you lower the distances until they're all the max at each would be about the same time spent doing it. Fastest anyone could get a 200 meter sled push and pull done would be four and a half, five minutes. All right. So we're going to probably do about a, a, t- a mile and a half or maybe a mile run will also be the component. Figuring out what those balances are going to be. I'm trying to figure out if it would even make a difference who ends up crossing the finish line first, like that very drastically different setup. Would it all, would we still have our same world champs or would it somehow allow for some other result? Like, would it really, would we still be finding out the same things we find out in the traditional setup? Probably would. That I, 
I, I assume it'd be pretty close, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's a silly issue with it is more but, of, of like trying to find the athletes who are doing it well as opposed to like mm-hmm. making mm-hmm. it more interesting, making yeah. it more fun, making it more compelling. I, I well, personally I think see. you have to shuffle back and forth. I think it makes for the most exciting race. And I think it is the most exciting to race knowing you can very quickly make up for things on the next thing mm-hmm. rather than I have to sit in my weakness for 15 minutes before I get to get <laughs> to my so I like the idea of shuffling back and forth rather than triathlon, but triathlon would be cleaner. I agree with you, by the way, this is a proposal that I just thought would be interesting to chat about, but I do see in that regard, like Rich says, well, then the runners are just obviously going to get their groove and then make up so much time on it once they can get back to their top end run potential once they're settled in. But I also think the same goes for the strength side. Like so once somebody cracks, like on the strength side and they're just going to bleed out time equally if they're not prepared on that front. So I don't know if it would make, I, I think they could find a way to make it still fair or feel fair. Whereas not the runners just win every time um, because of the nature of that. So I think, I think it could play out both ways. You take a hundred and how much does Dylan Scott weigh? Using for an example. It's 160. I mean, what he's doing is impressive, right? 160. You put him on the, assault bike rower skier and whatever else compared to hunter and how much time is he going to lose shitload runners are going to lose time still comparatively Mm -hmm. so i don't know if it would cater to them more that format or not i just think i think it'd still be like a viable you could argue it viably still being a fair competition but i agree with bracket like the back and forth of the run strength components is, is far more entertaining i would assume I think it would be interesting starting on a machine personally, because then the strength athletes can sort of get ahead and then the runners might have to sell out a little bit more to make a move early on. Um, Cause you see it in, in DecaFit, everyone just rushes to do those lunges as quickly as possible because they don't want to get caught behind, even though it might be bad in the long term. Um, Bracker, when I was mentioning before, you did a couple stadium races at Dallas. Do you remember maybe 2019 they had the, air bike like 100 meters into the race if that right away that changed how people attacked it right some mm-hmm. people were like i'm just getting this done so i don't get stuck behind everybody on that cargo net after and then the experienced people were like but there's a lot of climbing it's probably not worth it but it took a while to get reconnected with the pack if you fell behind and then other times at the end of uh stadium races another one in dallas i remember right before the finish line maybe 2018 the one that, that was recorded you just had 15 calories right before the finish line. And like, that's always in the back of your mind. You, you got to the stadium knowing like, that's the end. I've got to save something mm-hmm. in the tank for there. So it completely changes how you approach the race, depending on like where a certain zone is at that point. Um, and I think it would be interesting to start everybody on a machine just so you can have the lead changes straight from the start. I think what we learned, and I like those examples. I think what we learned from those assault bikes and stadiums is that you really don't want the assault bike early or late. I think you want it right in the middle. I think the big movers and changers in the race, you want in the middle so that the people who are good at it or bad at it have chance to do something with it before and after. Mm-hmm. Like at the very end of a race, it's not compelling. I mean, it's interesting to watch someone come in with a 15 second lead and lose, but it's more compelling to see box jumps or ram burpees to the finish where the differences between good and great are like a second or two or maybe five not 20 or 30 seconds where oh the race is done and it was cool like the drama but there wasn't a battle i think you want battles Mm -hmm. and so the big movers like sled push i'm glad it's kind of earlier but not right at the beginning because it it lets people have time to make up for it 
a sled's a good spot. <laughs> it's like so early. You think you can do it. You can go mm-hmm. hard. You can't. Yeah, they. I don't know if they did that on purpose, but that was a good. Still spot have the it. energy, sort of. Yeah, you, you feel like you it. can still take it on, and then your energy's just gone. Yeah. Where I ultimately see these races going is is kind of changing the standardization, having it not. Even though I'm thinking about Decafit for next year, it's like, oh man, it's just like the same shit again. I'm just gonna do it over and over. Like, it, there's gonna have to be a time where these races are going to have to make it like more interesting for the people competing. <clears throat> so how standardized do you think these need to be? Can they be different races each time? Like, yep. can it be like what Bracken said before? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we have our dynamic pull and that could be one of 10 movements or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, what you do you keep, guys think about that? You keep saying what I'm going to say next. It's bothering me. It's Taking the second it. time you've done that now. Give me it. Yeah, it's exactly what I thought is like the appeal of the CrossFit games, which obviously they have a successful model and a big following. So they are doing something right, despite pulling out of social media completely, which is bizarre. Uh, Is the guy people show up to the games that they don't know what they're getting into? Like we understand what's in the pool of hybrid racing and what maybe the options are. And the course map in quotes is released on Thursday. And you show up and this is what we've designed for this. Holy smokes, would that be awesome? Then talk about creating a series for the hybrid athletes in which maybe this one does favor your high output athletes on on a salt bike or whatever it would be. But then the next one might be a little different. I think you would have just as big of a draw or more than you would by eventually this might get stale for you, Rich, after you win your second, you know, world title. It might just be done. You know, what's the appeal? So. I have a solution. Show oh. up an hour before the race, <clears throat> wheel of names, all the 10 zones. You decide Ooh. which one's first, which one's second, based on the wheel of names. <laughs> wheel of names. Big yeah. yeah, and it would allow you to train real hybrid, mm-hmm. which is one of the downsides of high rocks, is that you still have to just train for high rocks. Yes. You can't be good at DECA and high rocks off the tra- same plan at the same level of goodness, even if you're equally skilled. Like if we have a rich, for example, he can go from world champ to just getting smoked. Worked. Right? Worked. Smoked. We saw Ryland, Kent, and Rich like a week yeah. later or two. Them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but but mostly Rich is what really we need to drive <laughs> home to the audience. But if you knew coming in, my upper body is going to be taxed functionally and cardio-wise. It might be skier one week. It might be hand bike one week. You know, it, it could we, – we're not entirely sure what it's going to be. It might be a light – uh, Herkhoist that you have like 15 reps up and down with like 45 pounds or something. It could be the, uh, that grip, uh, roller twisty thing oh, from, from OCR, OCR world, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> knowing that you're going to tax aerobically and, and functionally your upper body, lower body. Maybe it's going to be uh walking lunges. Maybe it's going to be, uh, just a, a concept two biker <clears throat> one week, but knowing that you're going to hit those, you're going to have to do some sort of function. It might be pull-ups. It might be muscle-ups. It might be dips. You're going to have to do some sort of squatting or pushing of a sled. You're going to have to pick something heavy off the ground repeatedly. And then just what that is changes each time. It could be a dead weight one time. It could be a dead ball. It could be an Atlas stone. It could be the, one of those uh, coughing crosses or whatever they carried in Spartan games. Like It could be a yoke. Who cares? But show up having had to train for everything. But the common denominator is you got to be able to run. Am I the only one who's craving mystery in this our general space these days? Because I am a little bit and... Um, I don't know. Would it affect you guys? Would it affect you showing up to these races, all you guys, if you didn't know, like, okay, 
like let's say a new system. Like I think Hyrex is a great thing going. They should not change what they're doing. Obviously, it's catching on. It's a great event, and I think that's great. But like third party race brain race company comes out and we decide we're putting on hybrid mm-hmm. races. Like, is that the right move for the next company who steps in being like, you're going to get 30 to 60 minutes of output and we're going to keep it balanced, but you don't know how it's going to look at all. That'd be like, interesting. What- like rolling the dice at the beginning. And it's like, if it's a two, you're doing two laps, six, you're doing six, <clears throat> you know, just something like that. It's like, that's what you guys are getting today. Uh, I think one of the biggest advantages these companies have right now is that it is, it is very objective is that you're given a time. It's like, okay, I did 39 minutes. Next time I'm going to try to do 37 mm-hmm. minutes. And mm-hmm. if it changes every single time, it's, it, you're going to lose that. And because pe- there's a, a certain athlete, certain person, a certain mindset that has that want to work toward a specific goal. So I freaking marathons mm-hmm. are so popular. It's the same thing over and over. So yeah. I think there's, there's room to have four to five like layouts that that could so like the denver layout comes and uh like so you know to travel here for whatever they'll call it but the 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 bower layout it's all farmers carries just run then farmers (laughs) carry run farmers carry um and then you can you can travel to try to get a time at that specific one and then maybe they, they go to different cities or whatever but i think that keeping some of the hard objective pieces is important for this. Well, I think, I think to my point and you're exactly correct, it would need to be, uh, it immediately needs to be a series. You're working towards a bigger picture. It needs Mm -hmm. to be a lump sum result to the appeal of you're going to get five different courses. They're all going to be in the hybrid space. We're going to have the pros and incentivize with money and hopefully the masses follow. And you're going to work towards one big goal. So we don't have to get caught up in the comparison of times on the same course. I think there'd be a huge appeal that would make me more interested in the hybrid space for some odd reason, just the roll of the dice. We claim like Ryan Atkins and Lindsay Webster are fantastic OCR athletes and some of the greatest of all times. I don't care how many high rocks world championships Hunter McIntyre wins. He will never be considered the greatest of all time other than in this niche event of high rocks. But if you, if you made him do different approaches and he won out the series, I might be like, we could make an argument for him being the best of all time because of his flexibility. Yeah. With that, the, I, I guess you get my point there, but yeah, with the, with the standardization of like people knowing what a marathon is, Rich, like you said, do you think that we're kind of biased to the unpredictability because we like trail running, we like OCR and it has that, but in reality, like what percent of people, if you just pull random runners, favor trail running versus road running i'd say you have a significant edge like more people are going to go towards road running just because it's more prevalent throughout the u.s more accessible i think i think that this standardization is at the end of the day what more people would want if we're just being objective yeah and i think it's the this the hybrid of both honestly it's throughout the season you have your regulated each start of each year here are movements for the year High Rocks are going to be the same at every single event. All the qualifiers, everything's done off that. But regional, world, Pan Am, whatever, whatever label you want to throw on it, you're going to have random randomization of what those movements are. Kind of like CrossFit Games where you're going to all qualify off standards. But once we get here, we're going to test other versions of the standards. And I think what that would do is it would not alienate the everyday people who want to get better from race to race. And it would not alienate the people who just simply have one thing that they'll never catch up on. You have some people that I guess you could put Jack and myself in there right now of, we know right now that on this current format, we're not qualifying for worlds. We understand that. 
But if at Worlds we knew he might get all his farmer's carries and I might get a bunch of like, I might get 300 meters of something where I just run and jump over walls, like over and over <laughs> like a jackrabbit. Walls. I'll do a high rocks to qualify and get there for the mystery of maybe it's going to work well. Maybe it'll be different. But knowing that if Hunter and Kent train for this all year round, they're going to go one, two, most likely. We know that. We're rich. It's going to stop people. It's going to stop people from from trying more as soon as you realize it's either my thing or it's not my thing. So I think the combination of both having the opportunity for the CrossFit game style thing was once you're in, it's open to anyone again, but you can still make a great living dominating year round off the, the, the template. Should we design this? Should we design one thing I want to put on our radar before we start getting to the, <clears throat> the designing is what the stations actually look like. Yeah. And right now it's very monostructural. You get there, it's one piece, it's sled push, you push it down, down and back 50 meters, you're, and then you're out of there. I think that we can open that up to make even the race a little bit more compelling by having multiple domains in one single station. So you come in and then it's three rounds of 15 thrusters, 15 pull-ups, right? So you can yeah. even see the race inside mm-hmm. of the race. One of the problems that some of these stations have wall balls for an example like the rep based ones uh, or anything that's like static like the the ski and the row you don't know what's going on too long it's too long mm-hmm. and you but if you're getting off of the row we're like oh i mean he did those 350 meters pretty hard let's see how that affects his dumbbell snatches or something mm-hmm. yeah. crossfit has the rep lines like move up to the next one when you're done with your first round of whatever um i think that is a good thing to discuss i think we also need to discuss before we make it up is have we just settled on running as the output modality like the aerobic component or is it like there are 10 functional fitness stations of some kind and you go row run bike row run bike for example like you you cycle for the output piece you cycle through or are we just landing on running as a, a green upon like obviously we're very biased so i'd say of course running but is there any discussion there about running just being the output piece or I'd, no i'd be fine shrinking the amount of running i still think it should be about 50 percent because that kind of defines hybrid because all the hybrid events have rowing in them already crossfit games has rowing like well all right these- you'd replace you wouldn't have rowing as a station now it would just be a steadfast it'd be what you out- do in between stations correct gotcha. in between is so they might have really- 15 minutes of cardio throughout the race and five of it's going to be on the rower, only 10 of it's running something like that. Sure. But something like that, I guess, is that even like a discussion worth having? It is. I'd like to either see all of the cardio be running or 50%. You're like run, row, run, ski, run, bike, run, row, run, ski, run, bike, Mm -hmm. something like that. It's how much do you want to represent other forms of racing? I don't think it should be just rowing and biking. You might as well go do a different event, but but yeah, maybe maybe half, half of the half. So get rid of output stations like we have the ergs, the rower, the bike. Don't make those one of the ten. Get rid of them and plug them in for the output. Yeah. Now you just have to ski because it's one of the advanced uh, yeah. run equivalents. Would that impact your, abil- your ability to perform, Rich? Would that have in- would that have impacted your your national your world title? If let's say instead of <clears throat> run, it was a they, they mix that up. Do you think it would have impacted your ability to win? Uh, probably a little bit on that day for sure. I think that takes okay. it away from the runners. I think that that's yeah. an interesting way to be like, okay, like we don't want the fastest 5k fastest 10k guy out here winning. If you cut it to 3k of running and 3k of rowing, you know, it's going to, it's going to change the athlete quite a bit. Yeah. I, I may not have been totally clear on that either. I meant 
50% of the run stations become something else, but not of the work. So the short loop might be machine and the long loop run. So you might still get 5K of run. You get five 1,000 meter runs and then five like 250 meter machines. Mm. Because like assault bike rowing, it's still a, compared to the running world out there, it's a small world. And so when you're talking hybrid, I don't think it should be on even playing field as running because most endurance sports are running based. Second most would probably be cycling. And then it goes down from there. So I would imagine you would do longer runs and less of them and more hybrid cardio stations, but less duration. I don't think there's a need for a a thousand meter or anything, but maybe 250 or 500 would make a lot more sense. So even though there's five stations of each, let's say you're doing 10, five runs, five stations, you might have double the distance running than you do. I think getting get out is more compelling to watch. I'd, I'd keep all things between 250 and 500 meters. Keep it under two minutes on a single thing. For the runs too? 500 works. That's still under two minutes for most athletes compromise. At least even in the women's field, you're seeing sub 20 minute 5K. Then you get a double loop. Then you get one 1,000. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm open to that. But I, I think that if you're looking for lead changes, like you just kind of like you mentioned with the 100 wall balls, you don't really know where people stand. If you're yeah. on the rover for four minutes and you aren't right there to see the display, you don't really know how far ahead or behind someone is. And I think that's what I would vote for. I would get rid of wall balls and move towards like thruster for distance. You've got to get to the end of the field and back. I would want something where you could watch progress on every single mm-hmm. station. And you can just put out on like some massive launch and then. Yeah. Or overhead. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it's going to be. <laughs> you know, ever, I would want everything to be visually trackable. I, I always feel like I'm almost getting cheated when two people are on the skier and all, all of a sudden someone's off. Yeah. I was like, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. I, how do we know that was legit? Even though, you know, but even like anyone who skied who, or, or has rowed, anyone who's into actual rowing will tell you that you don't worry about a lot of the metrics on there. You have to go right away on the machine and figure out the drag factor because the drag factor is going to be different on every machine simply due to how much dust is in the wheel yeah, and, in the fa- like, and in the cover. And so when you put it to a six or a seven, that's not what the good rowers worry about when they go to a gym. They go in and they look at the drag factor and they adjust their their wheel setting to make the drag factor that they want. So even if you have 25 machines there that were all from the same gym and you get there and we know they all work, they're not calculating the exact same way because not even the same amount of air is getting through to the wheel. So I think to me, it always feels like I'm a little gypped not knowing who got a good machine or bad and what's the drag factor on the, on the machine. And I know that's getting technical, but if you can just watch it progress down and back, you know what happened. So would you suggest like the big track around the outside, there's just one big infield that's 50 meters down and back and as good as you can put together, all 10 implements are there. And first one is the lunges, whatever that's fine down and back X, the pulls and pushes the thruster, uh, sandbag throw down and back twice. Like everything you go right back to the center, right back to the distance. There's a perceived number of times you must go back and forth. Like you're suggesting the burpee broad jumps. You could come up with 10 things pretty easy to cover distance and feel satisfied. Maybe there's some pull-up bars or whatever a station where you can just stay put and do it. Your farmers carry. Like, are you saying that would be the cleanest? Like it's all centered everything, everything I, you need. I don't know if I'm saying that, but maybe 
I looked at what was that one you did, Jack, in in Colorado. Sarah Serena. Sarah Serena. That was a pretty good setup to watch. Not everything was distance based. There were some rep based things, but the reps were like twenty five or less. Yeah, that's easy to count. That's easy to watch, and it progressed to another thing that wasn't rep based usually. So they had like sandbag. Uh, bear crawl pull something like where it's like if you do a big pull you're going to make more ground you don't have to all do 50 reps of it it's like some people might do 40 because they have a bigger pull on it for for instance so i guess i don't know if i'm saying everything has to be progression based but if there's ever a it could or couldn't be i would lean towards make it Hmm. make it visual so that it's always a race you're chasing rather than wondering and counting I think Decamile had a good format with their out and back loop. You could just make it a little, little longer, a little wider to, to add the distance. But that was pretty. You knew where everybody was the whole time, and I thought that was a fantastic to, format. To speak what you said, Bracken, uh, I do. If you're an athlete doing it, it's very different when you get on the the rower and hammer. Like you're very engaged and it's super consuming and it feels super intense, right? And it's awesome. From a viewer standpoint, I just wait till it's over so I know it happened. Sure. It's like you yeah. just wait two minutes, be like, can this be over? So I know it's progressing because it's not stimulating to watch. So I do agree. I think you're on to something there if you want to, but I'm very much engaged on everything else. It you at the least, then at the very least, you need a, a viewable tracker. The best we can do is we can ask him, Hey, what are they on? He looks up and he's like, Oh, they're rolling at 149. And you say, Okay, cool. That, at that one second, that person was hitting 149. Right. And that's my data point. When you have it up on a screen, that's cool. When CrossFit did that roll marathon and you could just see everyone's total the entire time, that at least adds a viewability to it. Even if the machines aren't the exact same calibration, whatever. But if you can't, as an audience member, track in the moment what's happening, the sport is not palatable. And if we are waiting for people to get off the rower and skier because we could care less because it's dumb and you can't tell from someone's cadence what they're actually rowing and we do this kind of for a living, the average person doesn't care. Right. Well, that's why I want it to be two pieces, like 300 meter row, walk, walk lunges down, come back to 300 more and walk the lunges down so you can kind of see how it's how it's moving and changing. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like you said, Rich, like we need to be entertained, right? Like we want to be entertained and we get bored easily as a viewer anyways but as you mentioned like marathoning is still number one and people go out and they get they get watched on tv and it's a two plus hour race and that's as boring as it gets yet it sticks like i'm confused on that it's confusing because people can understand because they've they've gone out the door and put on their running shoes and run so they can relate is that why people still tolerate it because it's boring but it's not boring it's very, it's very confusing. It's I just find there's comical, there's a comedic angle to this where we're like getting too bored watching somebody row for a minute 40. Yeah. Like you can't handle <laughs> that, but we'll go watch somebody run a two hour marathon, two and a half hour marathon. Like what's wrong with this picture? Should we also keep this completely flat? I know that it makes more sense to hold this indoors. Um, <coughs> say that you don't go outdoors just because weather is unpredictable, whatever you don't want machines getting wet and stuff. Could you introduce something like a Stairmaster where you add a vertical element to it? but you're still versa climber. Yeah. Something, something like that. If you want it to look really stupid, <clears throat> I'm just thinking it doesn't take up a whole going. lot of footprint. Yeah. Throw an elliptical. Yeah. <laughs> One thousand meter loop. Has to be on the elliptical. elliptical. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone stop. Put your fanny packs on. Helmet on. <laughs> yeah. Put your helmet on. Elbow guards. Hey, they, I mean, there's transition zones in triathlon. You're I would have an helmets. indoor and an outdoor. You're putting on helmets though. 
I would have an indoor version and an outdoor. And the outdoor, it would be like the four or five that we do. It's an outdoor one. It'd be like Deca Mile versus Deca Fit. It'd be slightly different indoor versus outdoor. Outdoor, I'd want to have a flat loop versus a, a vert loop. That'd be awesome. But pistols, <laughs> two laser pistols. <laughs> I don't. One, I, one other element. Oh, go ahead, Bracken. I just don't. I think we can start getting into the really exciting, fun pieces and breaking it down to the small. Yeah. But we run into the budget limit. Part of the reason none of these stations ever change is they purchase one time and they take <laughs> it everywhere. You start asking to do other things, and now you're going to start requiring them to be like CrossFit, where they come into a place and they rent people's equipment, or they buy it and resell it afterwards. That's a whole type of budget that we're not seeing in this in this space right now. So, yet, yet. once this what we're talking about gets enacted, money is going to be roar, just roaring in, probably through our Patreon. Although we've given not one single tangible yet as far as creating our course, we've just posed more questions yeah. than answers. So these are the important questions that uh, we always ask. Yeah, no, the last last like what about the course type of question? Are we sticking this to what's seen in hybrid or CrossFit at the moment, or are we going to add some OCR elements to it? Are we excluding OCR from what the definition I will not, of hybrid I will, is? If there's a rig in any event, I'm not going. How about monkey bars? Or I'm just no. spitballing. Herkoist. Stupid. Okay. Something you could do at a gym. Okay. Something I that requires it's... output of some sort. I think rope climb would be a good one. Probably. Mm-hmm. Scary. I agree. People get hurt. Too bad. <laughs> Are we ready to, to do it? Bracken, you got yeah. something? Let's do it. Let's build this baby. Let's build this thing. I don't even know. Where Can we start. have like an artist send us what this looks like? Anybody? Let's start like with it? distance. Let's just start with distance. Distance. Let's go one thing at a time here. Distance or duration? Yeah, either one. I think, I think you have to have short, medium, long. I think you have to have offerings for all three. I think that Hyrox, Deca, and Deca Strong have proved that even in the hybrid world, there are skill sets that need to be addressed. I think that short, medium, long is good, and I wish they would lean more into trying to get the triple crown. Like 10 minutes, 30 minutes, and 60 minutes? Yeah. I think 10 is too short. Might be. I think very different body types on the start line of Deca Fit versus Deca Strong. And I think that's, that's cool to see. I'd, I'd like to see that middle ground. Race where's where where's the hybrid? Like what is it? What like it's a ten minute race is five of it a mile? Are you running a mile full on and then you finish? Like, well, maybe it can run? be very niche. It can be fifteen cows on the assault bike right into your fifteen sandbag throwovers. I guess it is finished with. It could be CrossFit. Well, this is the issue, right? You have to decide where is the tipping point. If you make it too short, you can't test everything you want to test. If you make it too long. And you, if you test everything you want to test, none of it gets worked super hard. None of it is exciting as much as it is a grind. So what is the dist, What is the duration that allows you to test everything you want? How many stations do you have? Right. I'd be happy with eight stations. Functional. So nine, so we split DECA and high rocks. Eight versus 10. We'll go nine. Oh, I'm just thinking upper, lower combo for power and functional and then two sorts of loaded movements you could do three <clears throat> loaded movements be something well, simple when you're saying pa- 12 power versus functional could you give us me a, a, a heavier versus lighter okay so a heavy sled versus a air squat or a walking lunge i see 
Like one is just putting power in a direction. The other is having to move your body through space a little more. Got it. Have we seen enough issues with sleds that maybe we might want to consider not putting that in there? We don't have issues with sleds. We have High rocks? Issues. We have issues with implementation of the surface. High rocks How is perfect the way it, it is. It's standardized. Yeah. Same everywhere. We're just going to tear up some conventions that uh, centers concrete floor and just be like, well, the way, make, yeah, no, the way you make it standardized is having something like that tank, but even then that needs to be on a specific surface, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and that's like, okay. I think yeah. the sled is fine. How hard is it to just put a carpet runner on the sled and put it on the, the concrete? Velcro it right to the bottom of it. Yeah. Just cut out the basically the size of the sled. and then You yeah. already have the industrial carpet just cut it into strips and put it on the bottom and that way when you wear through one every race you've got a million feet of it left over you can put it anywhere and then it's the same and it doesn't bunch up once you still run into similar issues though depending on the dust on the floor or whatever like so when still be have the most janitors in this entire industry mm. get rid of dust perfect i don't think we've done distance yet what do we do no. <laughs> rich you have the most accolades what do you think is the best Mm, good point. I should have, I should have the, the most say. Um, That's not what I was going to I think I two options, by the way. Two? 20 and 60. 20 minutes, 60. 20 is just short enough to appease everybody for the, the winners. 60 is enough to let us really make it a grind. So I think those two numbers simplify it just a little more. Jack doesn't like it. Jack doesn't, doesn't like 40, it. No, 15 and 45. That's what I would mm. go with. 15. Close enough to deck a mile, realistically, now that they're getting down there. Don't we want these to be an endurance event to separate? I mean, isn't that? I don't know. I I like one has to be long. I think the 60 minute, I like the high rocks. The hour barrier is powerful. Yeah. Hmm. Did we see much difference in the super when it went from any up to 90 minutes all the way down to 42? Were yeah. the results that different? Everyone was in it at 42. Isn't that more exciting to watch? Or do you want blowouts? Well, we're talking about the difference between a 90-minute super and a 60-minute super of the same distance offering. Not These two guys are talking about having two separate offerings. Yeah, let's nail down the short one first. So, Kirk, you said 20, I said 15, Brack, I think 20. 10, Rich, no, no, I don't want 10. Oh. 20 is enough for station work, like enough station work and enough. It's probably enough. I'm but thinking I, the things I've done. Stadium race distance is short enough to work really hard and it's long enough to test a lot of things. And that's 20 to 25 minutes. Under that, you start getting into OCR World's 3K and it's done before you even realize what happened and one mistake and you're out. So somewhere between 20 and 25, 27, 20 to 30, I would have. And then around 60 personally. Rich, what are you going for the short end? A 20. I think 20 makes sense for long. I'm fine, I'm, with, I'm fine with 20 for long. I'm in between. I think 45 would be okay. I think it's hard to figure out the, the problem you run in with the short is shorter than that is how are you going to fit it all in and how, how are we going to label this hybrid if we don't, put enough things in the race, right? And so you'll run into that problem if we start cutting down, right? Or Compromise no. running shows even more when, when you're going fast. I, like, I agree. So I think you're going to be going faster when it's shorter. I think the weight would have to be super heavy for a shorter. Okay, so then I have a question. 
Is it that we need to worry about duration or is it basically heavy versus light? Because if you're cutting it down, you're just doing the same thing in less duration. Like who does that benefit? So would it be like high rocks heavy where you're actually only running 4K, but the stations are super heavy and this might still take you circa day, a half hour. And then you have high rocks pro or standard, which is the typical format. So every like, is that what you're referring to? Well, like DECA, DECA has three distances, but nothing changes but the running. Mm -hmm. Is that what we're getting at? Or are we taking a full DECA and cutting it in half to make it the 20 minute or or like a full high rocks and cutting it in half? What, what are we reducing down? I think the shorter, like probably the running distance, but I think the station work should be heavier when it's shorter. I don't think it should be a faster race. I think it should needs to be like a heavier, more kind of crazy demanding race that you got to put out a ton of output for a shorter amount of like, if you're doing sandbag cleans, do the one twenty in the short race and 90 in the long race, something like that. Yeah. It could be something like that. So the opposite of what the sport currently is, we don't have to follow the current line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's just what's, Common. I think I think De- I think Deca would be better if they had a, a heavy yeah. option. It's if also that, that deep ball was a hundred pounds. More more athletes, more opportunity. If you you can have Hunter be the clear favorite or Jacob Hepner come in and maybe win that race, that yeah. shorter heavy race, but not have a chance in heck in the sixty minute, and so it could be a bigger yes. draw, which and I where, do like. And if they wanted to move themselves up as they came through, like to a sixty after coming in at a twenty. Like, because the running is the barrier is still the barrier for most people coming into this. So power output versus work rate and race brain race company. We're we're not in it for the masses. We're looking at it from like the high end side of the sport. I'm assuming we want the sport to be good. Damn it. CrossFit games is not CrossFit for the most part. We're kind of looking at it the same. Yeah. Okay. Because obviously DECA, like their whole brand is everybody do it. And that works out both. It's the branding for both companies is fitness for everybody yeah so not for everybody this is gonna be fucking hard you gotta train for it and that's why it's special so we have the 20 minute power based version and the 60 minute endurance based version 20 and 60 I, i'm down or 20 or 45 whatever it's gonna be I'm down for 60 i'm cool with that. I, I, I feel like com- 60 is just gonna turn into high rocks at that point but the high rocks like is a good event isn't, you have the, 30 for deca fit 60 for high roughly Split well, we're the doing the opposite. Remember, high rocks is the water. heavy right now, and deck is the light. We're flip flopping. Yeah, sixty minutes of lighter sleds. Even even imagine if high rocks did the open weight rather than pro. The difference that race would be. Well, isn't it like forty eight minutes, forty nine minutes for some of the top guys? Maybe that was team when they did open. My point is just that it won't be like high rocks, where it's just this grind and people are taking breathers. It could still be. Lighter. We could still make it heavy, sure, yeah. but not as. I just don't think it'll look like high rocks because we're not going to yeah. do that. So I, way, I say way better. I say we stick to one event first, and then we'll. Let, you just want to get the short one out of the way, and then we'll. I think see you're how in the like minority. Huh? Let's stay in this minutia for. Okay. More. Well, time. We've done that the whole episode. I'm just trying to like actually get a well, result. Let, let's break down what they're testing. Yeah, uh, with of of upper, lower, and combo. Let's just break that down. What is what is Deca? You start with basically functional like lower, lower, legs. lower. Yeah, three lowers in a row, then core. Uh, so wait, it's it's step backs, and then l- row lunges, row stepovers. 
which which makes that combo really brutal and a strong just like legs 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 okay and then you go and it's like core core sit up sit ups and skier core 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 really if you want to have farmers carry farmers carry skier does is, is upper body just like core as well though should be yeah should be mostly core um but yeah i guess upper body core you could say all three of those are upper body core and then assault bike global Hello. yeah and then dead ball overs i'd probably then that's probably dead ball overs is everything lunge uh the sleds probably everything so it's like probably three everything in a row and then and burpees the, as well burpees everything. yeah okay and then what about high rocks Start with arms and core, then you go to really leg output, mm. and then upper. But it turns into upper Lower. and leg because it's too heavy and long. Yeah, I'll put both it, those in everything. In theory, it should be just an upper body, the pole, but it's not. It's not. Yeah. yeah. And burpee broad jump is full body functional. Rower is mostly lower body functional. Then you got uh, farmers, farmers carry, and then lunges again leg functional and then full body functional with so so they're already kind of touching that lower upper and full body yeah it's mostly functional outside of sleds yeah so what are you getting at with dissecting those things Uh, i was just making sure that if we started to go and look at is it worth going upper lower and combo is that Mm -hmm. already happening or no I think it will naturally happen just based off like tests, making sure there's a variety. So it's not like, yeah. okay, first station air squats, second station lunges, third station wall balls will be like, okay, this is getting redundant. Um, what I think in the shorter event is we go with my theory. Biased, <laughs> we do what I think. Which is the output modalities rotate. So in the shorter event, we really embrace it's run, it's assault, it's rowing. And it's a cycle of three of those in there. And maybe it's 500 meters of each or whatever. It's very simple, but we really embrace that non-runner athlete potential, like output, maybe size matters. And we are on the heavy side, like you guys suggested. I think we give very, two very different offerings. And that offering includes running, but all the output work isn't exclusively running. I just think as options, it would be, very appealing to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like everything's still like it still favors the runners. It still favors the runners. They're right. Everything we do in OCR, hybrid's not an exception, favors the runners. Let's give, let's have something that they can't say that about, that nobody can say that about, that brings somebody else in. So I think that would be the place if you were going to do it, would be there. I think for the short event, definitely we, we need a bunch of things, uh, and there may not be a bunch of them, but. Uh, something like the air bike you can see someone make up 20 seconds on it if you're a good rower versus a great rower you're still going to be pacing yourself during the race what do you make up three four seconds over someone else no there's not really that big of a gap that forms air bike see it all the time ram burpees see it all the time people cranking 15 seconds faster than someone else um that heavy carry that i was talking about if we had something like that you could you could see some time gained burpee box jump overs you could someone stands up tall versus stays crunched now suddenly you're saving half a second every row you you need stuff where true time gaps can be created versus just kind of uniform everyone's within a couple seconds across the board because then it just comes down to who the best runner is and just to piggyback my point before you go bracken it also is an opportunity to just sneak in more modalities in a short format race. It, mm-hmm. it built in, it's giving us two more things that are going to be cycled through, right? It's built in. So you can still 
test more things in a shorter time, meaning like the rower and whatever, whatever you choose for those, like a rotation of three, maybe twice, you run twice, you row twice, you bike twice or whatever it is. It's just like, mm-hmm. it's built in now more, more rounded test of fitness. Do you get what I'm saying? Instead of having to get more cute with yeah. our station work, it allows us to keep the station work pure. Well, well, we got to cut time out somewhere to make it shorter. So I guess that would be a good way to still hit those thing, those mm-hmm. items, those machines without having to cut out strength work. So that mm-hmm. makes sense. I would still, I think then vote for every other run, row, run, bike, bike. Is that what we want? <clears throat> whatever, whatever it is, machine, run, machine, run, machine, run, machine. That way the runners have a reason to still do it, but the power athletes say, I really only can lose ground on half these. And I think I can make up as much on the machines as you can on the runs. So then it comes down to just the strength decides it. So let's do this. We'll start with a run and then it'll go right into something heavy. How so would it be? How far if we're sticking to 20 minutes? We 500, probably can't. 500 meter. I was going to say 400, 400 maybe. 500, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about like 380? What do you think I about think that, right? 380 makes 385, sense. I think, is better. Yeah. Let's do the 440 yards. <laughs> Let's go to old school. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. elementary school. That's what we had, the 440. Uh, so short run loop into strength. Into but so short we're agreeing machine. on this that I, I didn't want to shove this down your throats. I was just giving no, it makes no, sense. I, I think I, I like, like the it. idea. I like okay. it. I do like the idea of splitting it though. So both people are equally feeling confident that they don't lose on the cardio stations. Like Corning would feel just as confident as Rich would. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, okay. 500 meter run into, do we like the idea of having it be two station, two work movements in one station, or do you want it just to be like, that should I be like somewhere. that idea. Yeah. That could be for the long one. I'm going to, I'm going to keep track okay. of like how long this is taking us just so we can kind of adjust. Mm. So smart. You have a time calculator. would be like I would love a time calculator yeah yeah oh like a clock um yeah Yeah, but that adds and subtracts I would love that too I I can't tell you how many times I've googled time calculator it's the first thing that pops up on my google when I go in it's the auto run pace calculator (laughs) incline pace calculator yeah Mm. pace calculator is big yeah all right so I actually bought the v.dot calculator from my phone Oh really? Just for converting race paces and you have to buy that? Maybe I bought it. So I have it. 99 cent. I think it was 99 cents, yeah. I have it too. I must have bought it as well. Just for converting kilometers to mm-hmm. to miles per hour mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So we need a heavy station after the run. What do we say? And like well, I'm I'm okay having a barbell at some point, but I don't think it should be first because we don't want it to be like, oh, this is CrossFit. Why don't we lay out the whole format real quickly first? Like yeah. Like the whole, just so we can, then we can plug in real simply, yeah. like okay. look at the thing as a whole, I think first. And then like how many, runs, how many, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I think. Like okay. just so we get the, I think it'll smooth this out in the long term run. What's our, yeah. So, so for shooting for 10 minutes of each, is that what's happening? Sure. Okay. So five minutes are going to run, run really five minutes of running and five minutes of machines is what it comes So what does that work out to? How many state? I think that'll determine how many stations we have. You could do what three, is it, like three by five hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> three runs, three bikes or whatever it is. Or four by four. Or you could do one runs. bike, one ski, one row. One bike, one ski, one row. Yeah. Bike, ski, row with three runs. With three runs. Okay. And a run to finish. Run to start, run to finish. Yeah. I'm going to be run to finish. That. Damn okay. it. We're not doing anything without. So what would it be finish. then? Exactly. So it'd be 500 meter run. Uh-huh. Station. 
station. So say 500 meter run, right, right, right. 500 meter run, 500 cal ski, 5 million calories. Ski. <laughs> and then like, what do you think? 30, 30 calories in the assault bike? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. 30, 30 cal, probably minute. What do you want to put that? You want to sw- someone pull this up so we can see it. I've, I've got it. I'm typing it in a notepad. So yeah, share that screen. Otherwise the audience is lost. Yeah. Even more. if we can't even track it, the audience being BK. So we've decided now it's not going run every other. Now it's going run bike ski or run. No, that's run that bike, up. run ski. Oh, okay. Run, run bike run. runs. Right. Run. Can you see my uh, notepad right there? Yeah. I see us. You just shared us. Now we're going into Whoa. an infinite loop of us. We're in the multi. We can see it. Whatever. Oh, Who cares? Goodness. This is good. There, there we go. Hey. Guys, <laughs> Too bad. So okay. you would put a space in between the run and row then. So Correct. we put a station. So 500 meter run station, 500 meter row station. Oh, goodness. Yes. yes. Not that, Jack. We still have couplets going on here. So this right here collectively is about 10 minutes of work. Okay. So can you just write station between the run and the row up top for my simple brain? I'm Wait. just going to. You got to separate the run and the, and the machines. Every time we run, we're going to go do a station and the station is not the machine. Oh, so we're doing something in between the yeah. run and the run. Yes. And then the station work is going to act like the run. Otherwise, we'd only have four stations. Right. So it'll be run, row, run, ski. Then what? Do we want to do the ski in the middle or do you want to do the cow, the assault bike in the middle? Because the assault bike will blow people up pretty bad. I might put it first. I think that that's a good trap early on. First, I think. Either first or last. Or middle. (laughs) Really, all of those options. I like like it first. Okay. 30 cal. Okay. We can all play around. You can, you can with. sell out on the road then to finish because because that's the thing too. When you get on the assault bike and you start dying, you're dead. On a row, like you can you can kind of muster it and really kind of sell out. There's more there on a row. On the assault bike, it just goes. It's just I gone. Think I would vote ski last because it's dumb, and then you could just hammer as hard as you want and get off and run, or do that last station. But See, that's I just, that's just, early. just voting. And that run will be way worse after a row than a ski. I kind of like the ski in the middle because it is dumb. But I think six stations is plenty. So I think we should start with a non-run so we can finish with a run. Oh, I thought we were put, I thought we were bookending runs. Run no matter what, even if it's 200 meters or something like that. It might be, yeah, you... it might be a 200 meter, 50, 200 run to the first and then off the last. We could die. What's wrong with just starting on the air bike? Just let them go nuts right off the bat. <laughs> and the run. Because I don't want to do that. Yeah, I know. But I just think finishing with a full run would be, well, whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we should race, finish with a full run. Race-wise, visually, starting on a machine is like probably anticlimactic. Well, it's, it doesn't need to be climactic. It's this beginning. Here, here, okay. <laughs> How about this? If we finish on a full run, what if we start with one of our loaded carries? Ooh. What if we start in a pool of water? Yeah, like a lap around. And the, when we start going. With a, a weight. <laughs> and smack dab in the middle, you got to sit in an ice bath for three minutes. All yeah. right, so we finish with a 500-meter run. Non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. Okay. 500, not 250? Or we could start and finish. <laughs> 250, I think, will be all right. I'll be fine. 
I'd say we start with 250. That's a good sprint distance. Ask it just makes it more complicated to implement. If you don't like running. I think it's great as well. It just makes it more Half complicated lap. to implement. That's true. I'm just worried we're going to run out of time with this many a, a things. single 100-meter run at the end? No, 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 no. I, no. I got this. You got 500 meters for three different <laughs> runs, and then we finish with a 100-meter run. turns into a mile. 1,600 meters. And you better make it 1,609. A 109-meter run. Okay. Deal. Yeah. All right. So the runners will have an advantage up the first run, clearly. So we want to put something heavy here. Get people right back into it. Get people right back into it. I was thinking something like, uh, well, we'll just, just hold up one second. So we have six stations to work on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in theory, you yes. could have push, pull full or upper, lower full of power and functional, right? In each station, we got to look at roughly 90 seconds of work for the best to make this all work roughly. Yeah. So we have to take that into consideration. Seconds. Right. And we can have one that's 30 seconds. We could count the one that's correct. Two minutes. But we have to take that into consideration. It's going to be hard to combo with that little time. The combo must be, will be for the longer one. You can do sled first, then you could do push and pull like DECA style down and back. I don't dislike that. Ooh, I like that. Push, pull back, right push, away. pull back. I would just make it longer each direction. The sled is the, if we're only looking at 90 seconds, it would have to be heavier and shorter. Yeah. Down Maybe and back. Three, down I and meant back. like instead of 10 meters each way, I would do like 50 down, 50 back. Okay. Or mm, 25 single, or 30 down, this. 30 back and load that puppy up. <clears throat> yeah, that's fine. I think they're, would you say 30 and 30 there? What I don't, I don't know what the duration would be, but I'd want Sleds it to off be, the bat. I like that. I, I want it to be challenging enough that the runners instantly think, oh, shoot. And the lifters think, okay, I'm back in it. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Then they're going to go right to a 30 cal on the assault bike. bike. And then you give a body weight. Or 20. No, because we're going to go heavier. Everything, nothing's body weight in this. This is all heavy. No, 30. I mean, that's a power, that's a power athlete advantage. So somewhere in the middle, right? Uh, Like this could be, um, See, this, I would do a heavy carry right like a, now. It also sounds like a really good spot to throw like 15 heavy AF wall balls. Like if you wanted to use something like that, like it's not a very high stature, but it might be a 40 pound ball or up or over a wall or something like that. Yeah. Jack, would you just say a carry here? <clears throat> That's not, Oh yeah. It's not get, a terrible get idea. Like a hundred pound sandbag, something like that. Like right after you're dying from the, from the air, bike, now you throw in a and your, and your legs are, it's been legs, legs, legs. I like so the like, idea of trap bar, heavy carry I like or sandbag. yoke. I think something easy to put on instead of futzing with sandbag. a yoke though. Like something you can something throw right that'll over, compress right? you a little bit. I think sandbag, sandbag, uh, like heavy sandbag. What if you sandbag front carry something that's so heavy that like, you can't get on your yeah, shoulder. So I would vote for a front chest. carry or a heavy farmers. I go front carry. Farmers front later. carry. I love it. I yeah. say 100 meters. Well, 100 meter front carry. How about at 100 pounds? Be, what, like use the 30 meters. Are we going to replicate that distance? It's one standard. So what would it be? 120. So four Give them lengths. Oh, yeah. Down, uh, back, down, back. It could be that. Or we could do it. Okay. Half of it carries and half of it like launches. 
you have to you can't get it heavy so much. Though. Yeah, let's, let's, keep, let's keep it. So you I mean, it's a good idea. Carry. Sure. Just carry. Okay. I like that. Okay. Like a hundred pound front carry, hundred twenty pound. Yeah. Front carry. Or heavy yeah. Thirty meter. Yeah, well, let's see how that. heavy that would be. If hundred would hundred would even be heavy enough? Maybe it is one twenty. It's going to be more than hundred, I think. It's like one fifty, one hundred for men and women, or awkward. Mm-hmm. It could be that bag, but like one twenty hundred minimum. Yeah, no handles. awkward if it's sand. Yeah, but we got to be. You want to be strong. If yeah, I don't care. About not, you're not running with that right shit. Now. Just making sure heavy, heavy, heavy. And awkward, heavy. You're not yeah, running. Yeah, yeah. Not running. I love Every that thing carry. that they use in Spartan games. Mm-hmm. That like uh yeah the tombstone what do they call deal the tombstone yeah that was that'd be perfect thing sweet that would be cool because that'd be some arms too I haven't really I mean the pull sure. some is gonna be arms but I think it's gonna be more of a drag mm. yeah so then they get a now run dying <laughs> but the runners are get, the runners are bringing themselves back into it because they'll they'll probably be Here behind. they're catching up I think they're behind. Yeah I still think they're behind yeah do so we want to go functional here but most people are um I think the Runners best choice is a burpee point. box hop over if you're going to do anything functional. I think it's that, a fair move. That's, that's the like last that. one. I think do that before it could before be. the 100 but meter after the ski erg. Go I just think that would crunch. be the perfect middle ground. I think a burpee box jump over is, is a good one. Yeah. No movement standard. Don't have to worry about crap. Yeah. Just If you're going you fast, you're looking at like, like 15 per minute, maybe do 20 to 25, 25. Yeah. 20. I think 20 would be. So we have a, a power, we have a carry and we have a functional. How tall are we going to make this box? A standard, like to 24. Are we going to do something dumb? Like 36, like screw it. I think let's be an athlete. 30 is going to be 30. 30 is actually going to be kind of rough. I think 20, 24. Yeah. I think high. I think high. Yeah. At this point of the rate, I think this 30, is 30, 24 would be good. Bracken's just like thinking about himself. Really? I think that'd be disgusting. <clears throat> but okay. He wants yeah. more, more vertical jumping. <clears throat> no, I'm not going to do this competition. <laughs> You're going to uh, do it. We're going to do, do a relay. Just get over it or two yeah, foot takeoff. You can crawl over it if you want. Just get up. And even roll like over in, it if in, you need to. In CrossFit, yeah. In CrossFit, they do just have get overs where you can put your hands right, on top and just move it. Yeah. They even have that on box sometimes. So we'll, we can call them yeah. get overs. Okay. Because just a two feet take on. This is nasty. I think after the row next, it's some sort of push motion because they'll be pulling. So I would just balance that out with some sort of push combo. Do I don't want to put a, have to be. Is this a place for a barbell? Should we do like 30 clean and jerks here? Do, do we want to that technical? It's not that technical. No, don't do grace. You don't want to do grace. This is our last. We heavy. do something. Uh, no, I guess we're. What did about simple, like, like a, a, a thruster, like a, a dumbbell thruster? I think what, thruster after row is a pretty. Is a what is? Well, I want to make sure we have the best full combination, so we only get two truly heavy things. One of them is a sled. What is the next best thing that you have to test as a hybrid athlete? What do you have to be able to do? Thruster's not bad, but we also said we want it easy to judge. Hmm. Is it ground to overhead? That's what I'm saying. Lockout. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Something heavy. Mm-hmm. Can you make a really Are you heavy talking like the stadium style shoulder throw over? 
or does that not count? That's not going to benefit the strength athlete enough because then there's no movement standard either. Oh, it really? Is what? Uh, there's no movement standard with a sandbag shoulder throw over if it's a hundred pounds or whatever it might be like, like heavy. I think that's okay too. Yeah. Having, uh, that's what I was thinking for that first one or, mm. uh, is to do like some sort of clean over shoulder sandbag mm-hmm. over shoulder. But what, uh, I don't know that would cover both ends and be simple be equipment wise. What have we ever seen or done in a workout? We thought this tests us. When it's heavy, Burke I mean, boxed, or Burke B ride bumps. <laughs> suck but they're impossible to judge too um we're talking this is our last heavy power output thing think of what the strength athletes are going to want to see and think oh thank goodness this i think like i think ground the overhead is good too i think so because then it's like you're one thing we know we don't get in hybrid racing at all is any type of like overhead press and that mobility piece i think is a huge limiter for many of us um so i think putting it in there would be something that people would have to work on in a place where you can get we what are you pulled we haven't brought anything up into the air yet yeah mm-hmm. what are you going to be ground overheading i don't know if it's ground overhead but getting something over yeah i guess supposedly maybe it's a barbell i think a barbell why not like a does that press re- or however you get that thing does that reward i think race not really i mean practice for like a minute it's like you see crossfit people doing it it's like they're not doing it super technically sound and, and these are going to be athletes who are going to it's you can do it. Isn't the world record for grace like 90 seconds? I, I feel like that's a, going a little. It's a minute. Okay. It might be a little long. Well, that's 135, right? <clears throat> yeah. They get heavy. Is that mm-hmm. what we want? Oh, yeah. I would say like that for sure. Or we could make yeah, it heavy and do like 10 at I, I still think you're going to see people six minutes who aren't used to it. I think it has to be a weight light enough that an average strong person with no lifting experience can clean it. And heavy enough that getting it from your chest above your head is not a simple probably. task. 135, 95. 130, I like 135. I would rather do thrusters, but then there's a judging component. And then we just did row, right? Like, I think that's pretty similar. Like, well, that's why thr- thrusters were done. You do, you do a heavy wall ball that's maybe just a shorter height. It's done. I mean, I don't think it's a great idea, but, but it would fix the standard the on depth. the squad, I suppose. Not the lockout, at least on top. How how about something? So, how about something so simple? Uh, how about something so simple as like you just pick up a hundred fifty pound sandbag, throw it over a bar, get to the other side, like they do in tactical games. No real judging. You just lift it up and get it over a bar. The problem is, and I like that. The problem is we want people, we are talking wanting to get something above your head and height comes into play here. Some people might be pushing here and some people pushing up here. Yeah. I think, uh, I think an overhead pr- push is appropriate. I don't, I mean, thrusters, I think are the single best test of what we're trying to do here. That might be something to finish with. Cause we can go lighter than, but two. we have to gauge two pieces. That's the problem with down and up is we, you, ha- you have to, te- you have to have a referee that will test parallel we'll just, and above we'll just have good judges that's why ground to overhead is easier right. exactly i like thrusters more i do 15 okay. we want this to be, think that, that'll three be set seconds per rep because it's gonna it's gonna create tire. enough of a gap yeah I think 20. I think you're going to have enough people be able to cycle through this who are strong that you would certainly see some gaps form. 
I think everybody's doing side. singles at this point. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, I don't think you can go much more than 15 at that point. If you're trying to keep this under 20 minutes total, that's going to take 15 a feels big right. chunk. You could this. get through in 45 seconds if you weren't smashed, but it could easily take you 90. Yeah. <clears throat> Probably more for a good chunk of people. So now then we've got a second carry in theory. Farmer's carry. You got to tax that grip and core. No, it's just dumb. Trap. Do, do we wait two carries in such a short event? I don't know if we give it that much service. Yeah. What else? What else could we have? We could have a grip. Vertical pull. <clears throat> should we Pull-ups? do rope climb? Rope climb. I, I, I just think we do. A, and that could be body. We should probably too. do like a double station where it's. Well, we, we could do another thing where it's like 30 meter farmer's carry for doing the 30 meter thing and then a rope climb and do that three times something like that wow. just back to back well the grip's going to be row and ground to overhead is going to get some people's grip more than they think and then throwing yeah. a rope climb there would be a tough and who cares about farmer's carry just the bat will give you ba- bower's own race it's the it's yeah. super la- it looks super lame not fun to train doesn't fucking matter yeah. Just I I like the idea of something loaded and moving, so, something progressing. Because we just had back to back stations stationary. Well, That's a good I think point. I think a, a, I think a, I think a pull up or a muscle up. See, here's the thing: muscle up standard. I pull up standard would be subjective, hard. Muscle, hard. I, muscle up's easier. Who cares Far if you ratchet it or you're clean? Just get up, lock okay out on top. Cool. What do you, what do, you do like with the women's field? Full skilled. expectation. They do it. You can kip. scale the reps. You'd have to do nah, something have them, there. Have them doing that. And then you go right into skier after. Like, I I don't see that ending well for a lot of people. <laughs> the problem is, is now you just made this exclusive. I do, if I was even strong do gym guys can't do ten muscle ups unless they're yeah practiced or have the. You might be excluding here. I think we haven't excluded a single person. To be yet, honest, here's I, where I, it would start. Yeah. If we're doing muscle ups, I would do something like the split it up two ways. You do something for 30 seconds, do one muscle up, something for 30 seconds, like low amount, but it still involves a little bit of skill. All right. Here's what I'd really do. I'd split up the sled push and pull. I'd make the first one a 60 meter sled push and this one a third, a 60 meter sled pull. Then you get your functional pull and power. Lock it in. Rich doesn't like it. I don't like I it. I don't hate it. I think I think there's like a vertical pull. I think it's I don't appropriate like it. someplace. Which one do you don't like? It? The vertical pull or the sled pull? I, I feel like keeping sled push and pull together, you get a perspective on where the lead is at that point. And I like keeping it. You don't have that transition either. You're just kind of on it. And you could take you your mean, time getting how, back. How would you not get it on the sled want, push but... alone? It would be the same that way, I think. But bring it, back it the stadium the wheel I, I just down like, and back. You, you're doing sled work <laughs> right now. Okay, well, the, I, I'm okay with rope climb then. The office chair wheels. The office chair wheels. Five <laughs> rope climbs. Five rope climbs. Fantastic. How tall? Yeah, fifteen feet. I, fifteen feet. I like the rope climb. I think that's a very athletic move. I think it still rewards power. I think it's still a fair for the strength to body no, weight 50. ratio, That's folks. Yeah. The, the, yeah, I like. I it. would do that or a hoist. Even yeah. that, a good rope climb. Yeah, it's like a hard. good rope climb 
what's it going to take you 10 seconds total like getting up if it's what what's spartan 15 feet roughly i'll take five seconds i think that's five seconds up three seconds down one second on the ground at this point in the race like we saw hunter struggle with it 10 seconds per round maybe you're looking at a a minute now this yeah yeah we'll do the time after but this now we got our uh, final station nine meter run we we don't i'd rather keep people with the ability to go all out on that 109 meter run, personally, I do ram like, burpees here yeah. at this point. Yeah, it's devil's press, devil's press. <laughs> I don't like the stand uh, movement standard of those ram burpees. No, that's not stupid. If we make it a heavy devil's press, like with 50s or something like that, 10, Ugh. 50 what pound. If, what if you sold out on burpee broad jumps right here? Uh, the standard's too <sighs> fucked up. No, 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 standard. no, you have a line, you just <laughs> have to get five feet apart, you have to do it. Back and forth. Like you're changing 180 degrees every time. Oh, we have burpee box, box jump overs. I forgot about we that. We have that, yeah. I want something progressive so that someone can see someone ahead of them, <sighs> get it down, and then sprint 109 meters in. So like a lunge, like a walking lunge. Even though I'd rather have 250 meters here. What about just, why do you have to do a burpee? Why can't you just do a long jump? Stopping on a dime being, make sure you don't advance. Once you land, you're, you're simply yeah. long jumping. That sucks. What are our tests in the gym? They're horrible. I, I mean, a long jump would simplify it as long as people aren't shuffling forward. Yeah. I think there'd be a, a lot of shuffling. I would love to throw in like 15 I would times have put the over an eight foot wall, but I know here, nobody wants that. I don't dislike take. going up and over a wall over like and over. A legit wall. <laughs> that sucks. Rich loves walls. He thinks they're a factor in every Walls race. are hard, man. They are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Walls. Full right. wall episode. Eight foot um, wall, 15 times back and forth. That would crush people. I mean, that was one of the Spartan Combine. 60 second it was max yeah. eight foot walls. What'd you get? I was like... 17 or 19 wow. or something like the that. The results are online. You can look them up. Freaking athlete, Kirk. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I don't think I want it. I think Austin mm-hmm. Azar might have. What do we think about a walking lunge here? Oh, I don't hate it. No, not it's at all. Straight up walking. Have we done ev- anything that's actually full leg reliant? Sled, Sled push. push. But that was Air at the bike. beginning. This, this is separated enough. This would be that. I, I like it. I like it. Because mm-hmm. you're not really using your legs much on the skier heading in like off of mm-hmm. that. You're just basically going into a really hard lap. You can get into it pretty quick. Yeah. And then that, I, that run will be like, years. I want to see people sprinting on lunge legs. Oh, yeah. to the <laughs> it's going to be the saddest representation of a sport ever. And then you have to do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> doing two. How many? Maybe like two by How 30. Long? So 60 meters. 60 meters. Two by 30 meters. Cause that's, because that's 60 yeah. meters without a weight. And, you know, high Maybe rise weight. is taking people. We should definitely have weight. Oh, wait, I yeah. think for sure. With the weight, a little longer than that. I would that, do weights. So. I say we do kettlebell front rack. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sam Peggy's simple enough to stick with, isn't it? I think everyone has to bring a 100-pound a person. <laughs> that's, as, that's as useful as kettlebell front rack to me. Come on now. Talk about, talk about making it hard. Get some core stability in there. Weighted lunges. Yeah, we'll just do like regular sandbag, whatever. 100 pounds? Oh. 70, 50. 60 meters, 100 pounds is going to take a long time. 
We just do 30. What's high rocks? That is 70, like 66. 60, yeah, but what's the distance? I want to see people actually be able and to. That's, like, it's that's light, what? though. And that's like 50 minutes into the race. Three and a half, four minutes. It's about three minutes, yeah. I don't mind heavy. I like heavy. If 80 it's pounds, shorter. 60 meters 80, at 100 is a lot. 80, 50, 80, 60. Can we, do with, can we do a 30 and then just drop it and then 30 at 100 straight? You go straight out, 170. That's what I'm talking about. Hundreds a lot of weight. That's good. Um, yeah, and then you just go one 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 di- dis- uh, direction, drop the bag, and sprint. And you just have a nice runway right in All front right. of you to just rip it to this? the finish. We're yeah. not going to be able to do the long course today, fellas. I so think basically, do this mode. if nope. this was done on a track, which it won't be, you would come in go across the end zone with lunges and then just turn left and sprint to the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just rip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's going to be nothing made up in this last hundred. It defeats the purpose of the last. That's run. the thing. <clears throat> I'm okay with more. Yeah. Can't you more. throw in a 500 meter run again? Or at just least the 250. Why change the distance of the sure. I was trying to set. make it end at a mile. It'll be a little bit longer than the 20 minute right, piece probably, but that's fine. 500 yeah, but is. some of these stations are adding it up. So 30 meters away to the time. are going to go pretty quick. Get that time calculator. Even 200 yeah. or 250 is enough right. at the so end to make up time. You guys yell out how long you think stuff will. <laughs> Count all the runs to be ni- 100 seconds for the best. Okay. Right? Just count the runs as 100 yeah, seconds. That's, that's a five. Minute, the, we're looking for the best. The best yeah. of the best. Okay. Yeah. So now the sled push 30 meters. How long is that? Are we saying sled push pull two minutes total? Yeah. Yeah. Go heavy two, enough. two and a half. It's going to be heavy. Uh, so 30 meters down. Okay. I mean, uh, that might be. Is it heavy as high rocks? Is that what we're talking about? Because like 50 takes heavy enough to be in the two minute domain for the best. For thirty meters, or for for both, depends on that carpet, man. Who's to say? Standardization. If it's Called in fr- if minutes. it's in Frankfurt, the thirty thirty will take like fifteen seconds. I think that if we it's can in choose- LA four minutes. We want the duration, not the <laughs> distance. Right now, we'll match yep. the distance to duration. Two minutes. Okay. Yeah, two minutes max. All right, max. air bike best. We probably want the best to get done in 90 seconds for the sled push. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Air bike 90. The best, do you think? No, they'll be faster than that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, this... They'll be at 70. It's hard to say. Just say 80, split the difference. 75. Where it is in this race, you're not going to crank if you... Yeah, you're toast. Mm -hmm. You got that. Someone will. Somebody will. Say 80. All right. Front carry... Okay. 30, meter, 30, 60, 90. Front carry. 120 meters forward, 45 seconds. I, I don't care how heavy something is. You can move 10 minute pace with it. That's what I think. Yeah. So what is that for 120 meters? <laughs> it's going to be a quick one. 45 seconds. Wouldn't that be roughly fair? I think it's okay if it's if it's a minute. I think it's yeah. going to get dropped too. Sure. I think like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think... Yeah. This one a minute to be minute. safe? Yeah. 
uh, 500 meter run another a minute. Just call it that. Especially if you have to turn. 100 the, seconds. A few seconds. Actions, yeah, That's minute. a minute 40. Seconds. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Burpee box jump overs. Minute. Yeah, this will be mm. uh, minutes longer. Yeah, yeah, I think like 30 90. inches. No, that's oh, a yeah, thirty inches. Minute twenty. Minute yeah, 20. I'd say ninety. I'm gonna say hundred seconds. Yeah, going hundred. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I'd that's say at least off. ninety seconds. Thirty is pretty high, huh? Yeah, that's drop down to get up is a second. One over another two. One, two. Yeah, you're right. Three times. And that's if you're going unbroken and fast. Okay, we can just err on the high side. I think ninety is safe. Uh, Roe will say they're going like 145 pace maybe at this point. 140. Yeah. 100 yeah. seconds again. Mm-hmm. All right. Ground to overhead. Um, probably a minute for the really strong guys. Ground right? to overhead. I could see people doing it in a minute if you're if you're rolling. Yeah, I think a but minute they're not going to be sure. doing the rest of the stations as fast as we were saying. Okay. Minute fifteen to be safe. Um, yeah, no, there's there's gonna be someone who can just do it unbroken. Yeah, in forty five seconds. But that's not gonna be who's winning. Forty five. Like Isaiah comes yeah. in yeah. and he just. Oh yeah, this is for this race is for Isaiah. He'll have already done the thirty kl um, air bike in forty eight seconds. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just roll the dice for the rest of it. Um, all right, row again. Then a run. Rope climb. 50 seconds. I'm going to say a minute. You think a minute for the rope climb? Yeah, say a minute. Okay. minute. This seems to be adding up. We're just saying With the transition time built in there. We'll call it a minute. Yeah. 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 Uh, ski erg. Same minute, thing, 140, 145. 45, minute 50 <laughs> at this point in the race. Um, yeah, okay. Um, the 30 meter weighted lunges ain't going to work. If you you got to leave from the same spot yeah. again, though. So now it has to be. That has to be 60? 60. I mean, it has to end us where we started, right? Oh, we don't have to use the same turnaround for each station. Sorry. Right? Well, I guess you could have a halfway mark yeah. to turn around right at 15. We could have a 15 meter line. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Exactly. What do you, what's this? A minute? Minute 15? Minute. Yep. Sticking okay. with minutes all the way all across then, the board. And another yeah, 500. And 500 meter run. 150. 90 seconds. 115. 115, huh? Hammering. Sub four pace. Hey, if you, you're kicking right the wind this thing. Pace. I like it. All right. We've got ourselves 19.6 minutes. So there we go. Job, we did guys. it. Did it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Doctor. Next. Now, now we'll do this for long course. You guys, you guys have another. Yeah. Just double <laughs> the duration of everything. Six and then you atrophy hour. pace. Boom. One hour. Yeah. One hour. Of everything. Nailed it. We still like do, it. Kind of. We still do the long one. This is a good short one, though. I like this. <laughs> I'll do this as a workout. Ten rope climbs. <clears throat> Test it. This is the best hybrid race ever created. We've done it. Everybody can certainly stop trying at this point. Send us your times. We'll calculate your mod score. We should do this as a workout. That would be fun. Because <clears throat> we got rid of the dumb things. We got rid of sit-ups. Yeah, <laughs> that's dumb. Sips are dumb. 
You bet your ass I'm prescribing this to some of my clients coming up. We got rid of movements where the only <clears throat> movement standard is it has to clear the crown of your head. That's dumb. Dumb. We add, yeah, we added some elements that aren't in there. Vertical no, press, vertical pull. No movement where you might have a Home Depot bucket brought out to see if you go deep enough. Like we're, yeah, that. or yet farmers or, carry or carrying a Home Depot bucket. Yeah, no <laughs> monkey bars. Dumb. Best event ever. So, what is the only movement standards we have? Is it just overhead barbell? Yeah, I guess the walking lunge, maybe knee to ground or whatever it is. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's need a ground. Yeah. And lockout's easy. It's mm-hmm. easier to judge, I think, than over than just clearing your head. Just let him crouch. Let him just I meant for a ground overhead. Oh, ground overhead for sure. Yeah, it's it's clear when like someone's not standing standing up too when they kind of try to do that like yeah. half half press out. That's so gonna be the sticking there? point for some people, that range of motion. That'll be one that'll be our sticking point if some people aren't going to be into it it's going to be that right there start stretching that's because that, that those are the people that are just like that doesn't sound like it's perfect for, for me it. right now right. i don't want to do it why right. would i want to work hard for that <laughs> if i want to do this right now that would be my hardest station that was yeah. the hardest part about tmx for me was getting that lockout right. and showing my ears through my arms to the judge <clears throat> i got no rep to bunch and we're all on the runner side of things so it should be that should be where we have a hard time yeah. mm-hmm all right, put All it right. up to the public. Let it get ripped apart. Let's do it. Can't wait. Let's t- and then yeah, and then make sure. Let's all chime in to whoever hates on this and explain it to make videos and we'll explain it to them how they're wrong and we'll just like keep going back and forth with the people on social media about how they're incorrect and we are correct. You know what I think the best move was was Kirk saying we shouldn't run between every round. That is, I know that's game changer. Thank you. Thank you. I think the masses will appreciate that. Yeah. The new look. I like it. Good we did look. it. <clears throat> now we need a name for another episode. We need a long course too. But all right. Are we can do that next week. Are we going to long course next week and mash it in? Or are we going to have to I guess that? we could. I guess we could rocks. go long course next. We got some high rocks talk to do. We could probably, now that we got rid of the hour and 45 yeah, minutes minutia. We can get yeah. right to work. We can get to work. Yeah. All right. Got, we'll get right to work. We got Ryan Kent on the running public. What do you got on last week? We had him last week. And I would say for sure. It's a top 10 episode. If not higher, everyone will get something out of it. You were inspired Bracken. You feel good. Yeah. It's a great conversation. Yeah. No no one could listen to it and not take anything out of it. Nah, I think that I don't want to hear that guy talk. I'm good. Here all three of you guys talk at once. (laughs) You get enough of us. Today's episode was we we walked the listener through our coaching history and journey, like uh, the progression of ourselves as coaches from the beginning to now. Nice. That's our today today episode. What we found not to be true. Mistakes. Mm -hmm. Lots of mistakes. Well, Rich, Kirk asked me to start. He said, if you could just in one sentence elevator pitch me your biggest change as a coach. What was it? About you? No, you. As a coach, like what, what what has been the biggest shift in your coaching or coaching philosophy oh, from day one till now? Being by like the book, you know, like there's a way and I used to kind of stick to like what the book says, mm-hmm. like taking more artistic freedom with the coaching oh. side of things. Well, we were all classically brought up as 
track athletes and purists in the run front. And that's hard to get away from. We talked about the exact same thing. Yeah, definitely. What was your guys? Either of us said artistic freedom. (laughs) Coaching and maniacs. Hey, I'm an artist. Okay. (laughs) Yep. I'll believe it when you cut off an appendage. We're not going (laughs) to tell you what we said, Rich. You can listen to find it. And I'll never know. And I'll never but learn. you won't believe what we said at minute 42. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure they Is that it. where you revealed Carly, who she was complaining <laughs> about? Oh, yeah. Oh. We got we to gotta end this broadcast so we can get to that because Kirk's got to go. <laughs> All right. See you, dudes. Bye. Goodbye. See you.